Welcome to Pokemon Dungeons and Dragons. Join our heroes, Phoebe, Milo, CJ, Bentley, as they explore the Laris region, learn about their new friends, and discover the world around them. With another day of danger behind them, our heroes awaken to friendly faces and a freshly cooked meal. It's morning time for our little our little group of heroes. We, we need to come up with a, We're heroes? a group name for you. Do we? At some point. Oh. Eventually. So I know what to call you. Um, anywho, children, as you awaken the children. in your shared abode with Arthur and Ruby to yet another beautifully cooked breakfast meal uh, from Ruby the Magical Chef. Ruby. <laughs> she knows she knows the way to my heart is food. Yeah. She uh she's got like a a weird mix of like nice grilled fruits and veggies and stuff kinda laid out for you. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Never mind that change. CJ is a little like dubious. Healthy, what? <laughs> yeah, it gets better. Let me fruit. Okay. Let it happen. All right, there's fruit. like some grilled veggies. There's some nice fresh fruit out on the table for you. There's some tall glasses of milk ready. Uh, there's a little bit of like imitation bacon. Because um, mm-hmm. obviously they're not just cutting up milk tanks. That would be wrong. <laughs> But yeah, there's some, um, you got some, some weird like faux breakfast meats. There's, she's got a little bit of like steamed fish for you. She's got, she's got a weird breakfast following the like weird dessert, like pie things that she's been making. You're kind of like a little dubious, but for those of you that do partake, it is quite tasty. So I think yeah, while, I think while y'all are eating breakfast, Bentley's going to go into the the backyard, as it were, where Milo had his little powwow with his Pokemon. Yeah. Um, Real quick, I'm also going to be heading to my the Pinchy Coop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double time? Double time. At the same time, our heroes diverge immediately after <laughs> breakfast. Uh, so Bentley's, Bentley's going to go out into the backyard and send out Mortar for the first time since oh, yeah. the... Stone incident, I guess we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Mortar, uh, did, that stone when when you were grabbing grabbing onto that, uh, did it make you feel stronger? He just gives you that scary, cold, dead stare, and just nods real slow. All right, uh, this might be a difficult question, but did it make you feel evil at all, or not like yourself? He seems to be processing the question and how best to answer it, but he gives you a very slow and subtle. All right. Can I do like a like an insight or? Uh-huh. Okay. Would it be insight? Yeah. I want to see if I if he's like telling the truth. Yeah. I can see behind his. Uh, Twelve. Dead eyes. Kind of hard to say. He took an awfully long time to think about that question. Right. But he's your buddy. There's no reason not to trust him. Uh, all right, Mortar, well, uh, we, we've sent the, the stone away. Uh, are you starting to feel like yourself again? Do you, do you feel back to normal? When you say that you've sent the stone away, he immediately, like, does a once-over of the surrounding area. 
kind of like scanning it, almost almost like a hawk looking for prey. Kind of looks around and he just locks eyes with you and just goes. All right. Well, uh, maybe maybe someday in the future, if we both get stronger, you could be allowed to carry that again. But I want to make sure that you're able to handle it. Is that all right? You can see he kind of clenches both of his fists and just goes. All right, bud. Well, glad you glad you're feeling better. And I call him back. Okay. He sort of starts to stomp off towards the house. <clears throat> and as you pull out the Pokeball, he looks over his shoulder and gives you kind of like a, a little bit of a glare as he starts to just go back into the ball. And it's noticeably slower than the previous times. Oh. As, he's, oh. as he gets called in, he just kind of... The last thing that's there is just like the glare on his face before he just goes into the ball. Uh, well, <clears throat> it's less than ideal, I would say. Yeah. Things are looking up. Everything is great. <laughs> Everything is awful. Um, okay, so you're, you're making your way to yes. the Peachy Coops. Yes. Are the two of you just enjoying second breakfast? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, when, the, when, when wave one is complete, she notices the look of dissatisfaction on CJ's face. You're trying to hide it, but it's... I, it, love, I love you, girl, but I'm not into yeah. vegetables. <laughs> she sees that, and she gives you a wink, and she heads back into the kitchen and comes back out with some chocolate chip pancakes. There she is. <laughs> she gets you a big, like, a big jar of syrup. <laughs> yes. And Phoebe, she will offer the same to you if you'll take it. Awesome. Okay. I was starting to worry about Bentley, but now that these pancakes are like, <laughs> it's not big of a deal. Yeah. So Bentley, you'll return into the house and just see these two tucking end up just like pancakes, like just stacked up as big as their head. And all you can eat pancakes, aka five pancakes. Pretty Bro, <laughs> yeah. these are fire. You gotta have some. Oh, all right. Indulge in a pancake of five. How's how's Martin? Oh, five. Uh, I I I don't really I don't really know. Uh, I think that stone really really impacted him in a, in a negative way. Uh, it clearly made him stronger, but I feel like that had some side effects to making him feel like he was maybe a little too power hungry. I'm hoping that that will subside, but he does not seem happy that we mailed the stone away. Well, if you want to test that power-hungry theory, Crash and I would be happy to battle y'all. All right, I'll take you up on that. Maybe the battle will get him back to normal. All right, let's eat these pancakes first, though. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Milo, you make your way back to the Pidgey Coop. Um, is... Are there any employees at the Pidgey Coop? Um, make a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen plus three, eighteen. There are eighteen employees. Talk to seven of them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So yeah, there is there is somebody working at the Pidgey Coop. They're currently uh, fitting two would look to be fledgling Pidgeys with their little male harnesses. One is from the Ruder family. The other one is from Vanguard Shipping. Okay. That is the rival. the rival mail company that we worked out in between sessions. You do see, um, it's it's a it's a lady. She's probably like late twenties, just kind of fixing up these two harnesses. 
I also wanted to send my, my Murkrow to, to Greengate to mm -hmm. deliver his first letter to Greengate. Um, do you have any do you have any tips for him? He goes, uh, well it's I mean it's a pretty easy flight until you get to the tree line. Um, I mean we could send him with a guide if if that works for you. No. Um, I had them send a, a Pidgey yesterday to have them raise the flag. Yeah, but yeah. This is something he has to do on his own. Gotcha. Well, if he needs to do it on his own, um, I am about to send these two little little birds. Uh, one of them's headed to Fola, but the other one is headed to Greengate. I could have him head off before your your bird or after if you want to make sure somebody can kind of check on him on the way. Let's do let's do after. after? So I'm looking to send him right now. Okay. Um, and this whole time I have Monty out, and I kind of walked over with him. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a pretty easy flight. It is just straight to the west. Cool. Um, you can follow the sun through the sky. It's, it's really no big deal for the birds. Um, some of the newer birds will get kind of tripped up around noon. Um, they might get a little turned around if they stop for water, but um, it's relatively simple. The hard part's just seeing Greengate, but if they've raised the flag for you, it should be easy enough. Okay. Um, all right, Monty, did you hear all that? He goes, uh, and so I want you to fly there. Do, I don't know if we established that. Do, does he have to do anything in particular or do I have to address the letter to anyone in particular? Um, so I believe when we came up with your challenge that you had to deliver it to three specific people. I don't think we ever made those specific yeah, people. Yeah, correct. Okay, so I'll do that afterwards okay. again. Yeah, um, you can do that and you can knock that out. So I'll, I'll have my uh, my official Rooter challenge notice, okay. um, and I'll address it to that person and uh, attach it to Monty's backpack. Okay. Uh, and, and you're going to fly west. Remember, follow the sun. They raise the flag for you. Look for the flag. Deliver the letter and come back. He kind of like hops up and down excitedly, looks kind of ready to go, and he kind of reaches back and pats on the his little mail carrier. And I just kind of go, this this is our moment, this is our first challenge, and I have no doubts in my mind that you can do this. All right. You ready to have Monty roll a survival check? Yes. <laughs> All right. What, what'd you say was doing? A survival check. Okay. See if you can follow the sun. I want to remind you, you have an inspiration die. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to use it. Uh, that's that's fair. I think this is a worthy moment okay. for it. Because he has a bonus to survival, but you don't know what it is. Okay. No. No, no, no. No, that would have been a bad. one is a one. Yeah. A one, I would not have been like you have an inspiration. <laughs> All right, have been you like, have no idea if he's gonna do well or not. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. This there is you go. this is his moment, his time to shine. So we're starting with a seven. Here we go. Here it is. Big roll. I crossed that bridge for this for this one that's about to happen. Bridge die. Bridge die. Oh! Bridge die. Woo! Okay, so worth it. Monty's wow. kind of hopping around a little nervous, and then as you say. I have no doubt in my mind. He kind of looks at you, gives you a nod, kind of waddles over, nuzzles up against your leg. I want to like have him on my glove and like throw him out. Okay. Yeah. He'll he'll hop on your your glove and he'll gladly take the little speed boost as you fling him. 
And he farts in your face. <laughs> he does <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> he gets 15 feet away. He's a considerate bird. Okay, yeah. So Monty takes off flying to the west. Okay. Um, I will, like, eagerly stand there until he's out of view for me. Okay, let me see. You can see him. Are you going to shed a single tear? For <laughs> shed a lot of tears. <laughs> you right. can see him for like a good long while. Because you're up on like the roof of a building. Uh-huh. And it's pretty much just clear. Like you can see the, the start to the forest way off in the distance from where you're at. So you can see Monty for a long time and then eventually he just becomes like a little speck. And then he fades away. Okay, sweet. But you're up there for probably like almost an hour. That's what it looks like in distance. You can kind of see. Okay. Yeah? For reference. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. Thank you. Accurate. Perfect. Um, and then before I head back, I'm going to pop in the Pokemon Center and take out Violet from the PC. Oh, okay. snap! She's back! Yeah. Um, as you kind of turn around from uh, Monty flying away, you see a, um, a similar-ish looking Pidgeotto flying back towards the Pidgeot, and it appears to be the one that you were trying to help yesterday that was given a missive. To raise the flag? Mm-hmm. Nice. So you made it back real quick. That was mm-hmm. so fast. Yeah. That gives me hope. Beast bird. Yeah. I feel inspired. Yeah, the gal who's working... <laughs> The, the gal who's working holds out her arm, and the, the Pidgeotto kind of latches on, Damn. and her arm kind of spins backwards, yeah, and she's almost knocked off her feet as the Pidgeotto kind of comes into a stop Dang. Um, and I turns around. That thing. Now, I need, a, I need a moment of clarification. You sent the letter, correct? Correct. Okay. Cool, cool. With you the see, stone. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because you see, following this uh, Pidgeotto... Or not following, because Pidgeotto would come from Green Gate. From the southeast. From the southeast, you see um, a relatively large Pidgey. It's kind of chunky. Um, he's yes. got like a big... Like, <laughs> Round boy. Yeah, he's got a big tuft of like feathers. It almost looks like baby feathers. And he's mm-hmm. kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> struggling to stay afloat. And he's got this big, heavy sack that he's flying in with. Um, and as he flies up, as he gets close to you, um, he seems to be looking for a place to land. And he's like... <sighs> I'll like throw my glove like how she did with the Pidgeotto. Okay. Kind of give him a he sees spot. it and he's like... <laughs> and he kind of flies over and just goes, and he kind of lands and you realize this is not in fact a Pidgey it's gray oh hmm. and it's a very yes. very familiar yeah I, I recognize this is it. your father's pedo yeah yes very very pudgy and confused yes. gray bird <laughs> so I'll immediately take the like package thing he's carrying okay. set it down for a moment to yeah. give him a little rest and kind of mm-hmm. like rub on it between his shoulders yeah. to kind of give him a little oh. yeah oh oh he goes <laughs> Hi, Pito. Just kind of pet him and like nuzzle up against him. Yeah, he'll he'll return in kind. He's got like a little bit of like bird bedhead. It's, he's very like poorly groomed. His feathers kind of just stick out everywhere. Um, and he kind of like hops around, excited to see you. And he's like, <laughs> he's kind of flapping his little wings. Um, and it's at this moment he kind of hops off your arm uh-huh. and goes over to the mailbag and he flips it over and he taps his talons and it's the Woods family symbol 
Okay. That big, uh, the big like fire. Is it like wrapped? Like a package? It's like, it's like a, it's almost like a laptop bag. So like, like Pito was really struggling to fly with it. No, thing. I'm just saying like, if I take it out of the bag, am I going to see what it is? Is that essentially opening Ben's mail or is it like um, wrapped where I can? It, like, I don't want to commit a federal crime here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so a mailman. I'm not going to commit so somebody would, else's mail. Yeah, oh, so you would know this is, is like <laughs> when the oh, Woods family, <laughs> when the Woods family like sends the, <laughs> a hand. when they send a Pokemon to somebody. They'll put it in one of their, they'll wrap it in a parcel and they'll stick it in one of their like labeled bags so people know like, this okay. is very prestigious, I know what I'm getting. Oh okay. shit. Um, and it is addressed to Bentley. Okay. So yeah. I'll just take the, the whole satchel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you'll take the whole me. thing. And okay. Peter will stay with you. He okay, stays cool. on your arm. Okay, sweet. Alright. Uh, if you allow him to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then I'll, uh, I'll walk back to uh, Ruby's diner. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Alright, as you uh, milkshake, please. <laughs> as you make it back to uh, Ruby's Diner as you call it. Ruby's just finishing uh, cleaning up some of the plates. Uh, your your three friends are kinda just like oh, in like yep. sugary comas. Uh, as you as you step in with the Woods family parcel and a, a P dub on your on your shoulder. Yeah. Oh. What is that? Bentley is probably the only one who has seen Pedov. My dad's Pedov. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, my dad's Pedov. Oh, it's so cute! Come <laughs> on, Pedov. How are you doing? He is a. Uh, and he kind of flits over to you and is like. <laughs> just right in your ear. He's a super awesome. little goofball, but he'll still get the job done. Just do like the finger scratch in his yeah. little tuft of feathers. He goes, oh. <laughs> but uh, in a surprising turn of events, he brought you some mail. What? All right. That was, that was fast. Yeah. All right. He goes, should, should I should I open it now? You think? I see your package. All right. Well, I, I guess I'll open it. All right. As you open up the the Woods family satchel, um, there's there's two boxes. One's rather large, um, and like wrapped in almost like cardboard paper, um, and the other one is a small black sealed box with the family's uh, like seal on the on the front, and a letter attached. It's a whole lot. I can't grab it. It's all floppy. There you go. Here's your you can share it with the class if you want, or you can just keep it to yourself. It's up to you. All right. You live your own life. It's difficult to read. Yeah, my handwriting's not very that good. That was more just because the stuff on the back is yeah. leaking through. It wasn't in your handwriting's fine. Uh, dear son, we're so glad your journey is going well. Amazing work on the gym badge. Keep it up. We did some research into the source stone you sent us. We had an idea on how to focus its power. Maybe you and Mora can give it a spin. Transfer him into the attached parcel next time you're in a Pokemon Center. It should have some surprising results to say the least. We were also hoping you might be able to help us with an egg hatch. Maybe Mora will do, do well with it. We believe in you, pal. Keep it up the good work. And don't forget to write of mom and dad. Well, that's interesting. You got some... Ooh, ooh, can I see I the egg? To... Uh, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I'm assuming that's in the, the larger box, and then I'll open the, yes. the larger brown box mm-hmm. and see what's inside. Yeah, inside the larger brown box is like almost like a portable incubation unit. It's like a big metal sphere. And if you open the top of that, there's like... It's almost like a... It's all like a silicon mold. 
that's being warmed, and there's an egg just kind of resting in there. What's it look like? Um, it's a large white egg with a series of like small red uh, circles, kind of like almost like pockmarks all over. Mm-hmm. Well, guess guess I got an egg, guys. That's, that's cool. That's pretty awesome. I mean, I didn't envision Morta helping out with hatching eggs, but with flame body, I'm sure he'd be up to the task. Well, that sure. and it might just like show another side to him for this whole endeavor. Oh, like if he's being real aggressive and kind of evil, and you give him something to take care of, it might help. Like, or oh, he'll smash the egg with his fists. <laughs> I said, "Do you want to? Do you want to check out the egg?" Yeah. All right, so I'll just lightly take it out of its box and hand it over to Phoebe to check out, and then. Ooh. After I do that, I'll open up the, the yeah. smaller black box. Okay. So the smaller black box on the inside is like lined with velvet, mm-hmm. um, as of course is tradition for the Woods family when they send someone fancy. any kind of item. Bro, um, some fancy. You shit. see in this box, it almost looks like a luxury ball. Um, so it's but like solid onyx. Luxuries. But the top of it is incredibly familiar. It is the rock that you sent them. And emblazoned into the top, almost like burned in and then coated in like, in amberite, is your family seal. Parcel tongue. Um, and it just, <laughs> the, the stone almost seems to like pulse and breathe. So it'll, it'll glow like a bright red Fuck. and then come back down to the dark black and almost pulses. And it's like every two, three seconds. It has like almost like a heartbeat. That's... Whoa. I have not seen a Pokeball like this before. Not even... Wow. Uh, that's intense. Yeah. And there's a little tag on the inside that says, To Mortar and Bentley, best of luck. Are you gonna use it? Well, the the letter said that I should take Mortar to the Pokemon Center and swap him into it, so I feel like at some point I'll have to try it at least. What about an Amber Ball? Does he go... That's freaking nuts. Does he go bananas, though, when he's around it? Well, I mean, he he did. Now he's gonna live in it. Your parents said that you should do that. That's what they said. Wow. They say it should have some surprising results. I mean, your parents sound super supportive, so I'd probably do it. Thanks, CJ. I'm curious then, from their perspective, what did you tell them about it? Did you tell them that it had bad side effects? Well, I, I essentially told them what happened to Mordo when he touched that big stone, but my theory is because there was so much of it that that played a role, and maybe that was what was so bad about the stone in the first place. But I also feel like if just being near it was a bad thing, yeah. and they're a, a building full of fire Pokemon, they would have known immediately, you know what I mean? They would not have sent it back. Probably not. That makes sense. I mean, I don't really know, but... Wait, what? Like, both of his parents, for example, have Magmars. Uh Uh-huh. And if the Magmars went to the state that Mortar went, there's no chance they would have mailed something back to him. Uh Uh-huh. Unless it was, like, safe. I mean, would your parents punk you like that? I surely hope not. Like, just to test you? I don't know. Reminder that Bentley's mom is, like, a blacksmith. I know, but would they do something weird like that to push you, is what I'm saying. 
I have no reason to believe that they would do okay. something like that. No, I'm just. They sent me an egg. Egg's cool. <laughs> they sent you two really awesome things. I mean, I'd probably do whatever they told me to do at that point. Like, that's. Rebel! That's awesome. Well, uh, first things first, and I'll send out mortar. Uh huh. And, hey, bud, uh, uh, we, we got an egg. So maybe you could uh, help help me carry it around and, and make sure it hatches. This is what uh, your your parents do for for my parents. They help eggs to hatch. We could get a new team member. <laughs> sort of sparks up the the fiery arm and just goes. Again, Mora, don't need to set it on fire. Just yeah. use your use your natural flame body. Just hold it. You can interact with it. Okay. He extinguishes the arm and just goes. Okay. His maternal instincts are kicking in. <laughs> just kind of like super awkward. Rubs right? it up and down, but he looks very uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, bye. Well, that's <laughs> just. We'll, we'll work on the, the egg hatching skills, but in the meantime, uh, CJ and Crash challenged us to a battle. You wanna, you wanna take them on? Yeah, let's definitely do that before you put them in that ball. He just goes, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Just <laughs> <laughs> do a freaking Hands the Hulk angle. out. Okay, can so you are quick, going can, to battle each other? Can I do a Pokemon like handling, see if I can like hear something? You can just- in the egg or whatever? You can, yeah, you can hear a heartbeat in the egg. That's it? Nothing yeah. else? You, you hear like How a... How does it sound? Is it super faint? Yeah. Very, very faint. Um, it's super probably like every second and a half to two seconds. It's really mm. slow for like an egg heartbeat. Typically it would be like... Are you putting it back in the incubator thing or... Are you just gonna yeah. hold it? And put it back. Okay. So it goes back, back in the incubator. Okay. So who, who is holding on to the egg for the time being? Do you want to hold it while yeah. they battle? Yeah, okay. I'll hold it. So Phoebe's going to hold it while they battle. Incubate. Trust Phoebes with that. All right, so Crash and Mortar are going to throw down, huh? Ha, 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 ha. Uh, it's initiative. Crash! You guys, are, you guys are throwing down, yeah? Yeah. You ready to get Mortar back in shape? You head outside. High five. Oh. Natty 20, Natty 20! Oh, let's go! What is happening? So two natural twenties on initiative. So who's got a higher dexterity? <laughs> He's gonna do mock punch at some point, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> We're both plus zero. You're both plus zero. He's gonna do oh, mock oh, punch at some point. You, so, so what are you both doing? Both just go in. So we do both you just do it at the same time. Yeah. I'm just gonna run at. Crash is just gonna run at mortar and like flying yeah. dive bite at him. Okay. Mortar sees uh, Crash <laughs> running for a running dive bite. What's what's mortar's response? Mortar's gonna go for a mock punch. Okay, cool. Alright, both of you rolled a hit. See what happens. Ooh. 18. 8. Okay. You hit me. So, for sure. yeah, as, as Crash has uh, jaws open, Punch that Mortar punch. just stands there. Oh, he almost looks like Pennywise when he's trying to scare the kids. He's just. <laughs> and as, as Crash is leaping out, he's kind of unnerved. He's like, okay. Bro? And then, whack! Just the, the, the fast arm just right under the chin. You guys hear the clack. 
as as Crash's jaws just slammed shut, um, and one of his fangs looks like a little chipped from that, and he looks pissed. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, okay. That's cool. So what? Are, how does uh, how does Crash respond? Being punched in the face, having his tooth chipped. Do I get to respond? Did he just yeah. do mock punch? Yeah, we're just gonna go. We're just gonna go back and forth. All right, cool. Uh, Crash you, is gonna. You guys like, basically went at the same time. Yeah. So him going faster. Just. Crash is gonna like take that as like a wake up call and sort of like shake off like, like this focus is focused a little bit. Yeah, and he's gonna try to fire up the water. Yeah, make it happen. Oh, oh, it. It's a All six. Right. So yeah, he kind of starts to he starts to make the jet stream and then like having his jaw punched, he's a little sore and he's like, oh. and he can't quite produce the liquid. Um, the queen. Do I still get to do an attack? Yeah, though? yeah, he's still. Um, yeah. Alright, he's gonna go in and try to uh, bite right at Mortar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, no. He's not ready for this. That's only 10. Yeah, okay. So Crash comes in for another bite, and Mortar just moves to the side. How does Mortar respond when Crash comes in for a, a bite attack? Uh, I think he'll spin around and go for another mock punch. Oh snap, son! Four. Not gonna do it. Nope. Okay. Miss. He brings the the fist up again, coming around, goes to hit Crash in the jaw, and Crash just goes, "Not this time." And just moves to the side and goes, oh, wow. "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely." What he's doing? That is a gonna hit. That's a, That's a seventeen. Gonna that is a gonna cool. Hit. Okay. So that hits. Don't forget five body. Three, mm-hmm. five, eight, eleven. Eleven. So eleven points to mortar, and then a D four of fire. <coughs> Crash. Ooh, baby. So yeah, right as as mortar's arm comes by, Crash just goes, okay, and just takes it takes a big so from flame chunk. body four damage. Damn, bro. Mortar is quite literally on fire today. He's doing very well. Okay. We're now tied in HP as well. It's all excellent. So yeah, as Crash kind of takes a chunk out of Mortar's arm, you can see like a little bit of blood starting to pool. Like Crash was kind of like, oh yeah, we'll scrap for fun. And then he got clocked in the jaw and he's like, this is serious. Okay. We're on. Um, so a little bit of blood starting to kind of pour down Mortar's arm as he just sees Crash on there. He just pulls his arm out of Crash's jaws, and Crash's jaws just slap down, and there's now just massive gashes in his arm. How does Mortar respond? I think he's gonna fire up the bigger wow, arm and go really? for a fire punch this time. Okay. With a 17. 17. Yep. Oh, baby. Here we go. Seven. Seven. Uh, so that's ten total, but I think Ooh. he would take half because it's fire. Okay. Uh, I'll say because in the past Crash has been resistant to fire. Yeah. Okay. So you'll take, take half. So half of ten is fine. Okay. You'll take five. Okay. But it's a big punch. Like the fire comes in and like scorches Crash's belly a little bit as he just kind of slides back a little ways. No doubt. Caught off guard for sure. Yeah. All right. Getting dire. He's gonna. Try to fire up that water again. Make it happen. <laughs> God damn it. Not quite. But yeah, so you can still try to bite him, but the, the water is 
Still absent. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll go back in for a bite. That's gonna oh, hit. Oh, baby. That'll be 24. Oh, oh baby. <clears throat> Ooh. Six, nine. Nine. Oh, boy. Oh, he goes to nine. Okay, and then your flame baddie. Yep. One damage. One point from flame baddie. Okay. So yeah, as, as Crash comes in once more, kind of brings in a big bite right into Mortar's belly. Um, and then you watch as Mortar just sort of starts to like glow with heat. And as Crash kind of pulls away with like singed lips almost, and he's like, kind of pulls back. Right, how, does, how does Mortar like getting bit in the stomach? He does not. He's going to retaliate with a mock punch. Oh yeah. With a natural one. Okay. He goes to punch, and you guys watch as the like the skin that's kind of been chewed through just sort of flays back. And he, he pulls back about halfway through the punch, sees his own blood, and for the first time in like probably a day or so, you see your good old buddy Mortar just look back and go, <laughs> ah! He just starts kind of screaming and howling and holding on to his arm. Yeah, how? Uh, Do you continue the fight? Crash is firing up the water. Right? It's all right, Mortar. Damn it! Didn't it. Oh, no. But he's going in for a bite still. Okay. Uh, 18. Yep. Uh-oh. Here we go. Finish him. Three. Oh. Oh, yeah. There's nine. There's 12. Yeah, it's 12. It's 12. It's 12. Okay. So as, as Mortar looks back at you and you see the rage has kind of left his eyes, he's just like, dead help. Um, as Crash sees his moment, he goes, ah, and just tackles him to the ground. No, no teeth this time, just kind of brings him to the ground and gives him a good punch. And then he sees Mortar's kind of just like unconscious on the floor, and he offers out a hand and then realizes that he's like unconscious and is like, all right, Crash, bring him back, bring him back. He goes, ah, and he kind of stops back over to you. That's all right, Mortar, good job. I'm sorry he's a really tough opponent, but it's good to see you back battling. Back to normal. No, call him back. That was a legit. He goes right back in the ball. Legit battle, bro. Indeed, uh, we gotta do that more often. I'm down. Impressed with Crash. Way to way to go, Crash. That was some impressive stuff. Although maybe a little more work with the water. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> you need to work on that. Dude. Made swift work of water oh. otherwise. But... Yeah, that's fun. You wanna go to the Pokemon Center? Yeah, I think that Heal would these be boys a up. great idea, given that Mortar has fainted. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys run to the Pokemon Center. Now, important note, did the did the two of you watch the fight, or were you just hanging out inside? Oh, I watched. Okay. For just sure. Just the egg. Y'all, y'all want to come? Yeah, yeah. We'll go go yeah, okay. no reason not to. Cool. So the four of you make your way uh, back down to the Pokemon Center. Sweet. Um... Unless you guys need to do anything in the next 30 minutes of in-game time, your, your squads are back to full. Cool. I was thinking, if you want to, maybe see if Nurse Joy has any information about this egg that we don't know. Chancy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Chancy an egg. Do you want to... That, that is a fact. Whoa. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can uh, Phoebe, can I, can I have the, the egg back, please? I want to ask Nurse Joy a question. All right. <laughs> Appreciate you watching it. Yeah. Uh, Nurse Joy, was, I, I found, well, I was delivered this egg, and I was wondering if maybe you could glean anything from it, maybe well, some tips on how to take care of it. She never was, taken care of an egg before. She goes, well, as far as I know, they, they do a lot better if you sort of travel around with them. Um, they, they sort of like to listen to the sounds of what's outside. It helps them want to see the world a little like, bit sooner. Like a pedometer. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Gotta get your steps in. Exactly. <laughs> Tamagotchi. Yeah. She goes, uh, if you'd like, I do have a, a resident specialist on on eggs in and at the moment. Would you like to talk to them? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. She goes, Dennis, would you come over here? And you see a very the kind Dennis. of ancient looking Chansey. Oh. Spin around. Yes! It's got, like, it's got like a little bit of like weird stubble growing in. It's like a faint pink, oh. almost gray. Oh my goes, gosh. Chansey. <laughs> it waddles over to you. Goodness gracious. And it sort of instinctively holds out a tray it's not holding. He goes, ah. <laughs> Chancy. <laughs> uh, hello, Chancy. Uh, here's the egg. Uh, maybe you could give it a look. Thank you. And he, he goes. Mm. He pulls out a big flip chart of all the known types of Pokemon. And he goes. And he stops on ground, and he goes, hmm. And it says evolved forms. He goes, and he stops on ghost. He says, hmm. Chauncey. Huh. Interesting. All right. Well, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, Chauncey. Yeah. It's a ghost type. Mm. That sounds pretty mm. nice. No, my interpretation is ground. Chauncey evolved. Ground ghost. Ground ghost. Chauncey. Yeah. So yeah, Dennis, the ancient, like, graying, literally, Chauncey, just kind of goes, Chauncey. And sort of starts waddling back to whatever he was doing. You notice he does not have the sort of kangaroo pouch where the egg would normally be. It's just, like, flat pink. Can we trust him? No, he's like, he's like a deep gray. Uh, <laughs> but like that area is just Nefarious like... Nefarious yeah. 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 He's like still rotund. He still looks like an egg. Uh, but like the little... Instead of having like the little hairs that come down, they kind of stick up and look a little crazy. So is he's the, definitely old. He's seen a lot of seasons. Is the egg incubator like easy to carry? Yeah. It weighs probably 10 pounds. Okay. It'd fit in your pack, but it would, it would be your pack. Okay, because I'm kind of wondering, like, if I could purchase something that would, like... Like a Bjorn? Baby Bjorn, baby Bjorn! (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I don't know that word. (laughs) It's, uh, like, baby slang. The front thing? Okay. You stick a baby or a small dog, and they look at you like you're crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I think Bentley's going to want to, like, go back to the mart where Shea works. And we can discuss... 
maybe how wrong he was about canvas bags, bro. <laughs> so we could maybe go back to the mart, and then I can see mm-hmm. if there's a way that I could like keep the egg a safe and b maybe have an easier way to carry it rather than yeah holding it. I want to ask Dennis uh-huh. before just for my knowledge. With an egg, does it matter? Like, do you want to try to keep it upright, or is it okay on its side? Or uh, so basically, if you kind of mime that out, if you're yeah. like egg like this, he goes. Chauncey. Hey, like this? Chauncey! Okay. Alright, alright. Alright! <laughs> no. Yeah. no. Good. He sort of freaks out. As the resident expert, he's like, do not turn it sideways. The resident expert. Okay. Are so, you uh, transferring mortar now? I don't know. Don't know. Transferring. Yeah. At oh, around that cool. time, nurse, that, like, the, the, the nurse Joy comes out and says, I have a, a crash and mortar for CJ and Bentley. Is Crash sitting on the tray? Yeah. Is He's he just like, ah! What up, buddy? <laughs> He's um, got like a little bit of like, almost like some lip balm on his lips from where he bit mortar and got burned. <laughs> He looks a little silly. Eerie. He's, got, he's like all shiny on his snout. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna go pick him up. This, this is gonna be a complete <laughs> shot in the dark. But uh, Nurse Joy, uh, have you ever seen a, a Pokeball that looks like this before? No, I, I, I can't say that I have. I see a lot of things day in and day out, but that's that's new to me. All right, fair enough. Shot in the dark confirmed. So, uh. What do you guys think? Do you think I should transfer Morda into this new Pokeball? Bro's already pretty beef. I'd do it just to see what happens, personally. But that's, that's because of that's from, because of the letter you got from your parents. From Milo's perspective, are we gonna go out? Or are you gonna look for another teammate? Or is this kind of egg kind of filling that spot for you? Well, uh, I don't know when it's going to hatch. It could hatch tomorrow. It could hatch two months from now. So I, I don't really know. I, I'd yeah. like to catch a third team member b- before we take on the gym, okay. which I'd still like to do. Say if you'd want to try transferring the, into the Pokeball, I would try that like as we go into the gym. All right. Well, in the that meantime, do you want to go back to the mart and see if I can maybe buy a, an egg pouch? Yeah, we can, we can see if they have something like that. Canvas bags, bro. (laughs) Okay, so you guys make your way uh, across the the dirt street to to Shay's Mart. And as you walk inside, he goes, Hey, it's the Little Explorers. How was your journey? It sucked, man. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Mm. You you put us in a a lot of danger, Shay, and you you told us that there was charcoal in the mines. Yeah, bro. No, there's not. We were told (laughs) that there's not. Why would you tell us to do that? No, there's totally... No. No, there's charcoal down there. No, Shay, we're telling you that we talked to a geologist. He told us no. He goes, no, dude, no, no, I have some right here. Look, I'll show you. And he pulls out a small brick of, like, little, like, charcoal. He goes, no, look, totally. Let me show you. Y'all have, like, a fire type. I normally don't do this for the clientele, but because you're accusing me of slander... I need it to clear my name. So do you have a fire type on you? I'll send out a howl. Okay. Hey, what's up, little dude? The one that smelled it in the first place. He goes, all right, so can your little friend produce flame on his own? Uh, no. Okay, fantastic. So if he holds on to this, okay, little dude, you're going to hold this. 
Now have him try to make his own flame, okay? Do I put it, like, on him? He's like, I can get you, like, a little loop. We can make it, like, no, a I'm saying for this, this field test. Do I yeah. press it to him? Just, just hold it up to, like, his chest, bro. Okay, I'll hold it up to Howell's chest. Okay. Howell immediately uh, begins producing um, small gouts of flame out of his throat. Oh. He's never done that before. And he just kind of starts panting as it's like hot and like smoke is coming out of his mouth. He's like, bro, I tried to tell you, dude. It's just super simple. Is there, while it's in my hand, can I, is there anything I can tell about it that makes it not just like charcoal like uh, Arthur was telling us? Or is there something like hidden in it? Uh, Make the equivalent of like a geology check. Nature? Probably nature, yeah. (laughs) See what you know about rocks. One. Okay. Uh, no, this is an entirely ordinary piece of charcoal, um, but for whatever reason, it's it's forcing Howell to produce a flame, almost like involuntarily. How much does this cost? Oh, it's fifty bucks, dude. But because apparently I put your lives in danger, I'll mark it down for you. I'll do half off. Wow. Right. Today and today That's... only right now just for you, my special little friends, my little explorers. I think in my critical failure, I'm just like in awe by this and yeah. I'm just, I'm sold. I'm, okay. I don't P want does to, like but... sitting on your shoulder going, I'm mad as a player, but my character has been scammed and buys it completely. Okay. And I don't know, dude, half off is the pretty big. Yeah, let's talk Look, it's my last piece of charcoal, okay? I'll sell it to you for 25 bucks. We have, like, zero contacts. It's also a good deal. Yeah. 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 No frame of reference. I mean, it's like $2 at the barbecue place on the road. Hal's never done that before, so I would buy it just based on that. Yeah, I'm buying it. I feel like I can just go burn some twigs and get charcoal. (laughs) It's not don't starve. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. He goes, all right, another happy customer. Do you want a canvas bag or a plastic bag, dude? Oh, canvas. Canvas bag, for sure. All right, well, uh, speaking of happy customers, Shay, uh, I was wondering if you have maybe a, a pack or a backpack accessory where I could carry an egg? Oh, how big an egg are we talking, dude? We talking like a little bird's egg, or are we talking We're like talking this. Oh, <laughs> jeez, dude. That's a big egg you got there. Yeah, it's a big egg, and I, I, I want to keep it safe, so I was wondering if you have any anything that I could purchase that would help in that Because, oh, I mean, it's in a big, like, steel box, so you should be okay there. You just need something to carry that, huh? Uh, yeah, that would work. I have some old guitar straps from, from my old band days, if you want to try to strap one of those on there. Of course Sounds you are. Right. All right. Uh, yeah, if you if you're able to do that, that would be that'd be super. All right, perfect. Yeah, for sure, dude. Just go ahead and put the little egg on the uh, counter there, bud. I'll get you the uh, I'll get you the thing you need. Okay. All right. Bentley like sets it, but like keeps his hands gripped to it. Yeah. <laughs> he goes. All right. So uh, never seen a metal egg like this before. It's pretty cool, dude. Um, anywho. What you're gonna do is we're gonna take this little strap, okay? I gotta put some rivets on your egg, is that okay? Uh, yeah. You'll probably do it with magnets, but a rivet will be a little more secure. Let's put it on the actual, like, incubator. Oh, oh, no, it's on Jesus. the incubator. Yeah. Not, not, drilling into the egg? <laughs> it's okay, that, uh, that sounds perfect if you're able to do it so as not to harm the egg. He's like, yeah, for sure, but just in case, why don't we take the egg out of the box, okay, for a minute? You wanna hold it? All right, sounds good. Yeah. 
and he just kind of like drills uh, two rivets on either side and then puts his like little base strap and just sort of screws in some little knobs on there and he goes alright good buddy here we go and he kind of drapes it over your shoulder um, it's a little awkward because it's like a big metal leg um, but it's not the worst thing like it's functional alright you don't have to keep it in your bag anymore nice Fair enough. And he goes, and it's easy access, you know, you can put it in there. And then after the egg hatches, you know, you get like a, get some food or whatever, use it for leftovers, preservatives and stuff. <laughs> yeah, or CJ's rocks. Oh, yeah, you could have like hot rocks and stuff, for sure. For like oh. stone massage. I, I like rocks. your style, little man. Uh, Not where I was going with that, but all right, hey, you weird dude. I'm worth throwing at stuff. Oh, okay, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Self-defense and vandalism, you know, there's a fun one. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fine line between self-defense and vandalism. <laughs> the things that we learn. Is <laughs> there anything else I can get you, little explorers? Uh, no, not unless you guys want to buy something else. No. Got anything in the store you're excited about? Well, I mean, I had the charcoal, but I just sold that to your little buddy. That's right. Who brought you that charcoal? Uh, Dude, I found that outside the mines, okay? Outside the mines? It was just sitting in the front. Yeah, like one of the little Pokemons down there must have brought it up. Left it. I'll find find ten. Like right at the entrance to the mine, yeah. I think something was bringing it out of the mine and just... uh, Got spooked and left it behind, but you know, one uh, one Pokemon's trash is another man's twenty five dollars. So <laughs> I guess you're right there. Um, so true. we explored the Ironbreaker mines. I think you said that there were other mines. Is that true, or is that really the the only mine that's safe well, enough for you? Uh, all the mines are sort of connected, my dude. Uh, they're like. They're all open in the same spot, so if you go into one of the mines, you you probably pretty likely run into one of the other ones at some point. Fair enough. Cause can I get you a little explorers? Any uh, any new uh, new pokeballs? Any uh, great balls? Anything like that? You're running low on supplies. Need some potions? I'm good for now. Well, all right. All right, <laughs> all right little dudes. Take it easy. Let me know how it goes with the egg. Ooh. And again, offer still stands. You find little knickknacks, trinkets, bring them in. You don't want them, I'll, uh, I'll pay you for them. All right. Later, Shaq. Yeah, if, yeah. if we find any. Yeah. yeah. That's... He goes, uh, yeah, remember, preserve the earth. Use canvas bags, okay? <laughs> Use that bag at uh, any other store, all right? Will do. Will Perfect. Do. Will do. Good work, little man. See you <coughs> later. You guys leave the discomfort of Shade's little shop. And the day is yours. What are you going to do? I'm kind of just, like, looking at this, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with it, now that I have it. <laughs> the charcoal? Yeah. I'm like, curious. Can I bring out a growl and you hold it up to him? Sure. See what it does? Nice. Okay. So growl is the one that has firefang, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so he, he shows like back. similar results. If you if you kinda hold it anywhere against him, smoke just kinda starts to billow out of the the corner mm. of his mouth. Hmm. And then I like take it away. And it, it will cease. And I do it again. And it <laughs> smoke begins and to And then I take it away. And it stops. Hmm. Okay. Science. That checks out. 
Neat. If it's touching it, smoke comes out. <laughs> if you pull it away, it stops. I'll have to record this in my journal. Our second science experiment of Santa. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, did you want to go look for a Pokemon, don't we? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would wager we shouldn't go too deep into any of the mines. I don't really want to do that again, but maybe just... On the yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I don't want to go in the mines. Period. Yeah, I mean, I, if you guys want to go, that's fine. But I'm not going in there. Can't say I would blame you. Uh, one of the things that I was curious about is maybe we could go back and talk to Javier. Maybe you guys could and mm. kind of ask him some questions. Since mm-hmm. I think the last mm-hmm. time we were really only talking to Cars, and if Javier yeah. has more to say, that could be useful. I mean, I'm down to do that if you guys want to go in the mines. It's something to do. All right. Are you like dead set on going in the mine? I mean, I feel like that's the only place that there are Pokemon here. You could just step out to a route. Yeah, we could just, like, go walk around for a while, if you want. So, aren't we just, like, surrounded by desert here? More or less, but... I mean, you guys found Pendleton, you've seen yeah, you Slugmas, you've seen... There's a lot of weird seen a lot stuff of mines, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it could be anything. There's, there's all sorts of nonsense going on. So the mines is just the three entryways that we had previously seen, like the left where Dunspar's blinded Milo, and then the middle where we had our full crazy adventure, and then the right where we mm-hmm. came out. Yeah, so there's the there's one trio of mines to the southwest of town, and there's another path that you guys haven't gone down to the southeast. And is that also just desert um there are a couple small like rundown structures it seems to be kind of a broken down part of town i'm down to it's go sort of the floor around there yeah it's sort of the like the ghost town vibe you guys were getting when you came in was like that and javier and cause so that was sort of like the section of town it's it's the nearest the nearest building to that is javier's in so that's why, like, when you guys showed up, you're like, oh, okay, this is not a place that people go. But if you go to any of the other quadrants of town, it's relatively Fine. active for, for a mining town that doesn't have a lot of people in it. There's, there's enough going on. All right, well, maybe we could do a two-bird situation, just walk back to Javier Ghost Town area. CJ and I can do some exploring, and y'all can talk to Javier. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yep, yep. All right. Cool, 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 cool. All right, so you guys are headed towards the southeastern corner of town. There are a number of, like, rundown buildings. There's not not a ton of them, but probably, like, five or six. Um, most of them have, like, boarded-up windows, kind of kind of jagged. It almost looks like the, the building that you guys were in that had, like, the big hole in the wall. It's kind of that vibe. A um, little, little bit creepy, but it's, it's still daylight out, so you can see stuff, so it's not as off-putting. Um, any of the buildings that had windows, they've long since kind of broken from either just weather or something going through them, or, uh, like, people or kids running through and kind of... Smashing windows, exploring around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is it like Javier's Inn and then all the like ghost town kind of buildings are beyond that? Like to it's, the uh, very far southeast? Yeah, basically if you were to look at the 
the map as like this is the gym, mm -hmm. and you go up and to the left, it would be the Pokemon Center and the Mart. Up and to the right is a neighborhood, which is Arthur's town, like Arthur's house, um, a couple other buildings, um, and then there's down to the left is the Ironbreaker Mines. Down to the right would be kind of dilapidated ghost town, and then like if this is the gym. Right up here to the right is Javier's tavern. So looking out the window is the ghost town. Should we just pick a, a dilapidated building to look into? I'll follow you, bro. Let's do it. Do you keep right. P-Dev with you? I mean, as long as he's cool being there, I'm, I'm happy yeah. with him. He's just thrilled to see you. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. me too. I'm happy yeah. to see him. You have to have a bird at all, at all times. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm actually going to roll a, a d6. And exclude six, but whatever number will be the building that we look at. Okay. Leave it up to fate. I'm gonna put the charcoal up to Pedov. Okay. <laughs> Nothing seems to happen to him. Thankfully. <laughs> like a little bit of like like charcoal so dust kinda of rubs off on him and he's like Sorry bud, I'm just brush it off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rude. Can I like rub his head like this? He's like <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go to building three. Building, building three out of five. Mm. All right, the middle so, one. So you picked a good one. Yeah, basically. Building three. Building three. Okay, as you approach the third building out of five, so I guess it would be like one, two, three, four, five. You go to the one at like, if it's like, think of it like a cul-de-sac. Mm -hmm. You go to like, the one at the just dead center. Dead center. Okay. At the back. Okay. Um, it looks. Uh, very rundown, almost plantation house esque. Mm -hmm. We're talking like haunted mansion status, like bigger than the other buildings, but more rundown. Um, at one time much fancier, but now definitely not. We picked the right one. Um, but it looks, it almost looks like an old courthouse or something. Nice. It'd be going on there. Let's do it. Order in the court. You guys know <laughs> we, we going in there? Uh, I'm, yeah, if if you're there with me, I feel like we've got enough firepower if something happens, but let's maybe take it slow and steady. Let's go. So is there like a door that's like open or a window that we can look into? Um, the One of the doors is kind of like hanging off the hinge. Like it looks like okay. the hinge is kind of rotted away or, okay. it's, or probably like a storm or something kind of knocked it off. Okay. Um... And then the other one's just kind of like swung open and in, and it kind of just creaks back and forth in a very eerie fashion. Uh, I'm going to quickly do a little perception check, see if I can hear anything other than the door. Okay. Oh, dear. Seven. Uh, you hear the door. Um, you hear... <laughs> um, you hear like the faint sound of like foot, like footsteps. What? On like the second floor. It's cold. Let's go. Kaz doesn't touch the floor. Kaz floats. <laughs> That's what you think. That's what I know. Oh, it's Kaz. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna slink under the broken door and into the foyer. Okay. As we all know, there are no traps in the foyer. The foyer is a safe space. <laughs> so it's good. You're good to I enter. know that now. <laughs> <laughs> You're good to enter. Alright. Get to the foyer! So you slink into the foyer. Um, you see four... Uh, like big s sets of swinging doors 
that are in like relatively not trashed condition. Like saloon doors? Kind of, but they, they extend like okay. all, the, all the way up. So like you can't see in there, mm-hmm. but like there's a big gap underneath the door and you can kind of like swing it up and under. Um, but there's four sets of those and there's like a, a big kind of busted run down reception area. And then there's um, two sets of stairs that go up. Kind of like, they go up and then they turn and then they go up to the like a balcony. Do you want to go up the stairs? Let's do it. I think that's where we heard noises come from. Sounded like it. All right, I'm gonna send out Mortar and Evan Rude, okay. just so they're both out and ready to go. Perfect. And I got gout, growl and crash out because I I've got gout. I can't believe My feet are too swollen. They hurt my I have gout. I just thought I should tell you. It's not related. It's something I learned recently. I really just need to get it off my chest. Sorry, guys, I forgot to tell you. Okay. Yeah. So the 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 teams are out. Um, where where would you like to sort of investigate first? We went to Javier, right? Yeah. So are we at like the landing of the staircase now, like the top? If, yeah. If you if you guys want to climb, do you go left or right, or both? Right. Sure. Okay. You have the right set. Okay. Um, yeah, there are there are two more sets of swinging doors up on the top right balcony, and there are two across the way from you. And then there's like a big, uh, like set of French doors, kind of, that lead to the outside. So like some some sunlight's coming in. You can see just like it almost looks like a building out of like The Last of Us. There's just a bunch of dust kind of falling in over the over the sun. It's creepy. No doubt. Sufficiently creepy. Uh, what what door would you like to explore? I mean, right's worked for us thus far. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. He's done it. He's like, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I get okay. it. Cool. So you're going the you're going in the the right set of doors. Yeah. Okay. Are you just you just walking in? I am like opening the door slowly. Okay. Uh, do I make a stealth check? Cast mage hand. <laughs> CJ is a warlock now. He's multi-class from boy into warlock. <laughs> boy. <laughs> Should we say stealth? Boy. Oh, yes. Yes. Are you ready? You do it. WD forty. Look at that. That oh, is. 21. All right. Yeah, as you open this door, um, you kind of catch yourself as you're you're just about to open it, and there's just a big hole, like, right in front of you. Oh, God. As you creep the door open, but just past the hole, um, there's this, like, small, almost like a blue, it's about the size of, like, a kickball. Um, it's got these two little, little foots kind of sticking out. And it's got two big closed eyes and a big open, like, drooling mouth with a tongue hanging out. Um, and it's just like... Bentley, you see this thing? Uh, I, I, I do. What is that? First of all, good job spotting that giant hole in the, in the floor. I got you. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell what that is. I hate these descriptions. I hate them. <laughs> I'm so bad. It's just breathing real heavy. <clears throat> Should we try? And every time it breathes out, there's, like, this big... Like beige what is little nozzle on like the top of its head, and a bunch of spores kind of go. You said it was blue. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it a? Uh, and every time it breathes out, it goes. Is it called glue? And it breathes in, it goes. Is that what it is? 
like oddish to gloom. Mm-hmm. That's what it evolves to, right? Is that what it is? Kind of looks like that. And there's like can some. I, can I do like? <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Can I do a check to confirm what? Are you looking inside? Well, I'm looking at it. No. Wait, but are you like getting a closer look? I'm gonna creep that door. He's kind of looking over my shoulder. Well, I'm like, closer. I'm looking in the room from behind CJ. I'm not getting closer. I just want to see if I can, like, verify what it actually <laughs> I, is. I don't want to make a stealth check, but I'm looking. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so it is dim light in there, and you're kind of far away. So you will be at disadvantage, but you may absolutely attempt to perceive <sighs> what this creature is. Or you can get closer. Or I could pull out my lantern. Yeah, you can absolutely pull out your lantern. How dark is it in here? Is it pretty dark? It's, it's pretty dark in here. With the like, exception of that light. The only reason you're able to see this window. thing is because you're relatively close to it. Okay. You're within like 10 feet. You just see this big like bulbous shape. How big is the hole? See? It's, see it's not like huge, like, but if you jump. had just stepped in, you would have fallen. But we could jump across it. Could be a check. It, but we could jump across it well, potentially. Yeah, if I'll, you if you made a running jump, what is your strength score? The big number. My strength is yeah. thirteen. Okay. Yeah, you could clear it. Easy. You probably could. No. What's your strength score? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you guys got a running jump, you could both reasonably expect to clear this. Um, if you did it from standing, Bentley, you'd make it like two thirds. Probably chin yourself and fall. And I'd probably make it, or like. And you would, you would still probably make it. It'd be close though. Okay. But if you got a running start and didn't care about like how loud you were being, you could do it. Do a check of some sort. Yeah, I I just want to like. Perception. I I think we agree that it's. No. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You have no idea what this thing is, at all. As far as I know, true to life, I think it might be a gloom. No. So what do you know about? It's pretty big, right? It's it's like a good size, it's like a kickball, but it's missing the like telltale red petals that a gloom would have. Okay. It just has like the big bulb in the middle that's kind of releasing spores up and down. Interesting. Uh, it's weird. I mean, do you want? Is it an oddish? I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so frustrating. Do you want to go? Do you want me to jump over there? Can you can you do the description again? <laughs> it's it's a big dark blue. Spherical shape. Uh huh. About the size of a kickball. Right. It's got two little blue foots. Uh huh. Very nondescript. They're just like limbs. They're right. Sticking up. It's got a big beige nozzle on the top of its head. And every time it breathes in, it kind of goes. And there's this like horrible sucking sound, and a bunch of the dust from the like the nearby room will kind of go in. And then when it breathes <laughs> out, a bunch of spores will come out the top of its head and kind of scatter in the nearby area. And then it'll kind of breathe them back in. Hmm. And then it shoots back up. I'm going to look around. Beige are you pulling out? Are you pulling out your... Hey, do you want to pull out your lantern so we can see this better? Do you, do you think? I don't want to wake it up. I feel like this thing could maybe poison us. It's, it could. Uh, but look at all the spores. Yeah. Do you want to just check another room then? No, I'll pull out my lantern. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I pull out my lantern to get a better look at this thing. thing. Okay. No. Are you shining the light into the room? Yeah. At the at the thing. Well, like so I can like in front of me, so I can light it up. I'm so holding the door open. <laughs> he holds the lantern like. Like I'm not just like glaring in, in his eyes or anything. I just want to like l- illuminate 
Okay. The entrance and part of the room, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, you illuminate most of the room, uh, the creature included. As the light kind of basks in, it opens one of its, like, weird little eyes, and it just goes... <sighs> kind of coughs, and, like, a bunch of the spores come up. You seem to have interrupted its sort of equilibrium of, mm-hmm. like, filter feeding. Um, and it just kind of stares at you. And then a bunch of these little red petals kind of fold out from the top of its head, and it just goes... It's <laughs> hey, hey, man. Uh, are, you, are you trapped up here, bud? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry for waking you up. Hey, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, um, all right, well, should we, should we let him sleep? It's up to you. You could also just catch it. <laughs> and then we're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, no, I'm just saying. Want, uh, no, I'm just no, kidding. Down and, I'm just kidding. It's entirely up to you what you want to do. Like uh, I'm here with you. I, I, I mean, I'm. He seems pretty chill right now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is like I don't. I don't want to just like straight up attack it. Are you stuck over there? Do you want to come over here? You want to try and help it? Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, if you could send out Bang, maybe he could do his acrobatic stuff like when he saved me and get him across that big... I don't know if he's going to be able to throw that thing. It looks pretty big. Well, I mean, I feel like he could he could jump right. across the jump across the little the, the hole in the ground. Oh, he'd be able to do that easily. Yeah, so... What if we look for something to, like, walk across in one of the other rooms? That's all I was waiting for right there. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Gloom, we'll, we'll be right back. They just, like, uh, we're going to try and find something to help you across. The whole class is larger. Sorry, bud. So <laughs> he what? just falls through, too. <laughs> what other doors are there? Like, how there's, many so there's three more sets of doors upstairs. There's the one to the left of you. The French doors to the outside. The outside, and then there's, like, the outside doors. So I guess there's, yeah, there's four. four other sets of doors you can go through. Your call this time, I pick these ones. Alright, let's just go to the nearest door that isn't the one that leads outside. Okay. So the one would be to your left? Yeah. Okay. Do you just open it? Well, slowly, like how CJ did. Sneaky peeky, like. Yeah. Stealth check. Sneaky peep! Sneaky peep. 14. Nice. Oh dear. I love 14, I was gonna be good. Yeah, oh dear, it's a little sketchy. Yeah, as you kind of pry this little door open, and you look inside, you see three, uh, they're about the size of, what's, they're, they're about the size of, like, Moana now. They're about, probably about yay big. Okay. Um, and they, they're just kind of sat in a little semicircle. And they've got a small candle glowing in between them. Oh, you walk um, in on a ritual. There's like three. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a goat head bleeding out in the corner. There's like three of these little, like, little pink, um, kind of spherical creatures, kind of sitting there. They got big pointy ears. They got really big bushy tails. And as you kind of peer the the door open, one of them just goes. Hi. Uh, hello. What? Looking for a, a a board or something that we could put to try and help out a a Pokemon in the other room. It seems to be stuck. This all three of them kind of rise in unison, and the one that has its back to you just sort of starts like vibrating slowly. 
what are these? And it kind of turns around to look at you. Um, so frustrating. And its its face is reminiscent of like the ghastlies that you were seeing, and it just sort of goes, "What is this thing?" Hey, slowly back away. Slowly, <laughs> slowly back away. <laughs> yeah. And as you guys uh, kind of creep backwards out of the room, the the one that's closest to the door, keeping the creepy smile and eyes fixed on you, just goes up and goes. It just, like, shuts the it door? It just shuts the door. <laughs> okay. Do you have, like, spray paint so we can put an X on the other one or something? <laughs> Don't open inside. I think we can just remember not to go in that one, but... Yeah. Uh, I think you should maybe check the next room, because that was... I don't know what that was. That was terrifying. <laughs> oh, I thought it shut him even with that. Oh, yeah, no, no, it just it pulled the door shut to be, like, you're, you're interrupted. Yikes. That was super weird. I don't know what those things were, but yeah, oh, we'll move it on. <laughs> Next closest door. Okay. Again. Um, so you guys have to go door down the three. and then back up the other side. They're not. It's not oh, like it's a, not connected. No. Oh shit. Or can we get to the doors that go out from where we are currently? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the side you're on. It goes there, and then the floor is kind of falling through on the other side of the, oh, the balcony okay. door. So you could okay. jump it, but he might have trouble. Okay. So safely, you would go down and go back up. But if you wanted to jump it and save time, you could do it. Well, I'm not thinking about it, so I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump across. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So you are able to leap the distance cool. if you get a running. If you get a running. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. like literally seeing that. I'm just gonna turn. He's like, <laughs> you wanna go. open the next door? I'm just gonna turn, run, and jump okay. across. Um, <clears throat> do you, do you as a trainer think that Howl and Crash won't be able to, but I'm not yeah, thinking you, about Crash. Do you, you think that the your crew would follow you? Growl would try and follow Growl me? Growl would do it? I don't think Crash would. Okay. Crash would waddle up and go, ah! <laughs> He's just mad that you left him behind. Uh, what is his strength score? Growls? Uh, crashes. Crash is, pl- is plus three, or 16. He, he can technically oh, he can make this jump, okay. but it's it's Growl. like mind over matter. Oh, okay. He would be like, bro... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if I turn around and I see him doing that, I'm gonna be like, dude, just back up, run, and do it. Okay. You're fast enough, come on. He just goes, and he kind of just leaps and like tackles into you, and you guys kind of do like a little tumble. <laughs> and Growl kind of just like rolls on his back and starts laughing. Yeah. And then what is, uh, what is Growl's? Growl's is 13, but 13? also yeah, he, can, so. he can clear. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Growl kind of runs up, does like a little wall run off the like patio doors and then kicks off and like lands next to you. Just kind of licks his paw. Points for finesse, bro. <laughs> I pat him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bentley, let's go. Yeah. All right, Evan Rude like flies over to you. Oh, yeah. And Mortar has a 17 mm-hmm. strength, so could he leap this? Oh, yeah. Especially like right now. He's, he's, he's raring to go. He could probably throw you. He flings you. you. So in, his, in his state of mind, he could probably throw you. Jesus. <laughs> well, just watching everybody leap this gap mm-hmm. and Evan Rude fly over, Bentley's going to like look at the gap and then think better of it and just like slowly and shamefully walk uh, down the stairs and uh, around uh, and up. Okay. <laughs> you could have done it. At what cost? I don't like heights <laughs> anymore. It wasn't true. that hard. We all made it. He almost fell okay. from the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I had a life flashback situation. situation. Yeah. Okay. I'm not doing that. Mortar just kind of stands there. Again, you get kind of the Pennywise vibes as Bentley kind of walks away and he's just staring at you. And you're, for a minute, he's just staring at yeah, me. For a minute, you're like, Bentley. <laughs> Mortar's just. That's a little. This is. 
This is real weird. He breaks out the all of his claws on his hand, and he just goes and stabs into the wood on the side of the wall and just kind of like starts climbing himself over and swinging with his big arm catching himself and then he just like lands next to you just dusts off his nails and then just goes back to staring that was impressive <laughs> badly <laughs> I'm coming I'm, I'm got tiny legs as you kind of like make your way back up the stairs you're like a little winded and then you just see Mortar just staring there and just Hey bud, that was, that was a good job. <laughs> really showing off your strength that I don't have, so it's a good thing I have you. Uh, CJ, you wanna check the next door? Gotcha, bud. <laughs> Again, gonna. Yeah? That is an 18. Oh, he's getting better! As you open the door, um, expecting to see just another cadre of demons at this point, <laughs> you're like, what am I getting myself into? Um, you see. Uh, actually, no. You've seen one of these before, so I don't have to. I don't have to be a cryptic. Thank explainer. God. Um, you see, <laughs> um, you see uh, two magnemites kind of just like oh. floating, and they seem to be like screeching to each other. Oh. Like, it almost sounds like a dial-up internet connection out of one, and then the other one's kind of like shrieking. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and you guys are like, what have we interrupted? They're mating. They don't appear to have noticed you, though, when you um, the door open. Totally like, Hello? Hello? Do you think they'd be able to help at all, or should we just... I don't know. Can we look in, like, around the room, since they yeah. haven't noticed us, to see if there's, like, a board or, like, a... I don't know what else. Or it'd be, like... Just perception check it up. Yeah. Take a sneaky peek. Oh baby, twenty one. Okay. Oh. Yeah, you see, uh, this this definitely used to be like a courtroom. Um, so they're they're oh. kind of conversing like over where the judge would sit. Um, and there's kind of like the witness stand, and then um, there's a bunch of just broken boards from the benches that used to be in there. You could probably use one of those. Well, that looks like that would be what we need. I would agree. That's, what if you use two of them? Oh, got this. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a thing. Was that Milo you just heard in your head? <laughs> what would Milo do? I don't do? know why we would need Not enter more, this room. Who knows? Uh, uh, how big are they, roughly? Uh, like, they're wide? Like, they're probably, like, the, the length of the table and probably, like, this wide. It'd be, okay. it, it would be reasonable that the, the guy that you're trying to help could probably do it if he went, like, sideways and kind of slow. <clears throat> Fair enough. Uh, do the Magnemites do anything? No, they they kind of just keep screeching to each other, and at, at one point, one of them kind of spins the magnet up and goes. And kind of spins its little magnet hands around a couple times. Goes, and like the screw eyes kind of go in and out a couple times. <laughs> Those guys are weird. <laughs> uh, it's like an angry mechanical cat. I have an idea. What do you got? But it could be dangerous. So you know, you remember when I was trying to trying to teach Morta Thunder Punch? Yeah. And he was able to do it in the in the training hall because they had like a, a generator. Yeah. Two generators. Dude, that's smart. Go for it. Morta, what are you thinking? You maybe want to try and see if you can 
sap some energy from these magnemite? Oh, God. He kind of fires up the arm and without another word just like storms into the room. And one of the magnemites goes, and, like flies in, like, what are you doing in my space? And Mortar tries to punch him in the face. Go ahead and we'll roll an attack. Nine. Nine. Okay. As the fire punch goes uh, forward, this thing just starts shrieking. He watches, like, sonic waves kind of suppress the fire on his arm and almost put it out. And his fist is just stopped by the sound waves. Wow. And they're just kind of met. And it's like a horrible shrieking sound. You guys almost have to cover your ears. It's just like... Coming in hot, little man. And it, eventually, Mortar kind of like gives up the chase and lets his arm <clears throat> fall slack, and the Magnemite kind of like cautiously floats back up, like, Yeah, try it again. <laughs> what do you do? And he's kind of like stunting on Mortar a little bit. I feel like Mortar would just be pissed and would go for another punch. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll. See what happens. This is. Fuck. Another four. Bro! What the hell? Once again, uh, Mortar just. And he just like shrieks like in fury in this room and as he throws up another punch the magnemite once again just goes and the sound waves just put out the the fire and hold his fists steady where it is these guys are awesome yo get your boy he's in a pocket right now (laughs) he's what why is he just trying to punch that thing (laughs) well I kind of suggested it (laughs) Is that what you meant by learn thunder punch or try to get the thunder punch to yeah. work? It's just to punch one of those things? Well, yeah, get the the electricity out of it. What if like, you just like, connect to one of those yeah. and tell him to like touch mortar and yeah. like, get him to feel it? <sighs> Fine. <laughs> uh, Magnemite, I'm, I'm sorry to encroach on your space, but... Uh, me and Mortar here were trying to trying to learn a new move, and I was hoping that maybe with your electricity you could help out. Would you be willing to do that? Sorry that he's a little overzealous. The one that he hasn't been trying to punch just kind of goes. That's <laughs> the, the dial-up one. He looks. He like the one of them has like he's very silver and has like a lot of color. This one looks kind of like rusted and run down a little bit. He looks, he's looks like an older model of Magnum. Rusty. Nice. And he's like, and he just kind of flits over and sticks the magnet uh, towards Mortar's little arm and just goes. He's kind of angry. Just kind of sticks it to him, and Mortar just gives him the dirtiest side eye. And he goes to punch, and he watches the the big arm goes in for a fire punch. Go ahead and roll the attack. Work, not a four. One. Bro, he punches oh, himself. No. Natural. As the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as Mortar's fist comes oh, up, uh, you can see as the as the fire is illuminated, and as he goes to punch in, you watch as the fire just starts to glow blue, and starts shooting sparks off, and Mortar just gets so transfixed with the light he doesn't even notice, and as he goes to punch uh, towards this magnemite, it just catches his arm in the in its other magnet, and it just starts to twist, and you watch as Mortar's arm just starts bending back. And the, the Magnemite just keeps shrieking at him until he sort of deignites the the arm and then it lets him it's sort of oh. return. That guy's a badass. Well, that kind of worked. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, Magnemite would... 
I'm sorry to ask you this, but would, would you mind traveling with us? We were trying to help a, a gloom in the other room that's trapped. We were going to take one of these boards to get him so he could walk over the chasm. Uh, maybe you could come with us and help out Mortar some more? They both kind of look at you, and the, the dial-up one is just like... <laughs> and then the other one just goes... It's kind of flies over, hooks one of its magnets under one of the boards, and the dial-up one kind of follows suit. Um, the the newer model, so to speak, has like rounded magnets. This one just has like blocks. It kind of just goes, inserts it on the top and Give kind of them to do lifts the up. That was smart. I didn't think that they would carry it for us, but that's helpful for sure. It works. There's another door over here, right? Yeah. Are you going to go with them, or are you going to stay with me because I'm opening that door? Well, why don't, we, why don't we save Gloom first, and then we can come back and open the last door? Promise? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so I'm just going to lead the way, for me, down the stairs, back up the stairs, and I guess go back to that first room and have the Magnemites set the board down so we can okay. like slide it and make a bridge for the Gloom. Yeah. As it kind of comes to a comes to a rest, um, the the little dial up uh, magnemite kind of like whirs out and then offers its magnets out to the gloom for support. And then the newer one's like, "Oh, that's a good idea." And they kind of go in, um, and they kind of help the gloom make its way across. And as it as it reaches the other side, it, it looks at both of you and just goes, "Got you, bud." And it goes. Huh. And it throws up um, two like big spherical seeds. Oh! And it goes, and then it kind of just waddles back into the darkness of the courthouse. Interesting. They're like really slimy, and one's like kind of a dark green, and one's like almost like a bright yellow with like weird streaks of purple, and they're just two big seeds. Oh. Bentley takes the Kleenex out of his bag and hands one to CJ and then just like makes a mini like glove and picks up the slimy seed okay. and like wraps it and puts it in his bag. I blow my nose really quick and throw it on the ground and then I just pick up Gross. <laughs> Gross. Which seed did you take? Gross. Which one do you want? Did you take the green one or the purple one? The yellow purple one. Which one do you want? I mean, you picked first. You yeah. picked first, so. So, you. Green and purple? Green and then like a bright yellow with purple stripes. I'll take purple stripes. Okay. okay. You have purple stripe seed. You have green seed. Cool. Okay. Meanwhile, in the Hall of Justice, <laughs> the two of you are going to look for Javier. Javier. Yes. Okay. So you guys kind of followed uh, CJ and Bentley, and then when the, the path split, you guys kind of went your separate ways. Mm-hmm. You make your way back towards... Uh, Basses. Mm-hmm. Do you do you enter inside, or do you just kind of do you look for Javier's actual residence, or are you guys just heading into the tavern where you yeah first landed? The tavern makes first, sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you guys uh, make your way in, and as you open the door, you see a single lonely Javier um, cleaning up the what is now just like the wreckage of his. His life, basically. Um, he's. You can see like the dents in the wall where like bodies hit. You can see like a bunch of broken bar stools. There's some scorch marks on the floor. 
Um, there's a lot of like, for a lack of a better word, it's like ectoplasm from all the ghastlies that were just kind of going in and out everywhere. And he's kind of just mopping things up and he just goes, oh, hey, I, uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't think I'd ever get the, the chance to really apologize to you for what you went through. Um, we kind of came to, to talk to you about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I think our primary concern in our own curiosity is if, in your own words, you could tell us what happened from your point of view. Right? Wow. All right, psychologist Milo. <laughs> no, is that not what we want to do? Yeah. Because I figured we wanted to know how much like he knew was aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does this make you feel? Yeah. As he asks this, okay, psychologist Milo. Yeah. I'm Milo's like making shocked. a lot of psychological like Milo age like ten years, yeah. bro. He'll essentially catch you guys back up, but he's already told you um, the, pretty much the extent of his knowledge uh, the last ten. You spoke to him. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't have any memory of the last like almost three years of his life. That's nuts. Um, he remembers the like sort of end of the war and coming back to Xantha, settling down, and he remembers meeting Cause, but he remembers almost nothing after that. The war ended how, three years. How ago? did you? It, the war ended like a long time ago, but like he can't uh, remember the last three process. years of his life. Like, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So basically, like, the war has been over for a long time. I think I think the final time is, like, 30 years or something. Um, but it's been, like, the last three years has been him with Cause, doing whatever it is Cause needed him to do. But the time in between the end of the war and prior to three years ago was um, all the sort of military bases dismantling... Um, repurposing anything that they could, getting all the all the structures back to civilian life and then trying to find um, like homes and work for the for the bets. Um so how how did you meet Cause? Um for for the sake of audio in my own throat, which is already going <laughs> away from being a dial-up internet connection today. Um <laughs> basically um he he and his sort of squad were yeah. cleaning up the last of like a psionic encampment, basically from okay. the from the Alakazam sort of wards. Yeah. Um, and when they entered into, I think I think it was a bunker. Basically, they they went into like a big military structure, mm-hmm. and they were sort of doing like their breach and clear tactics. And Javier found Kaz, and Kaz essentially took control then and there of Javier's mind. Okay, and and then, the rest of his squad is is no longer with us. So he, as soon as Cause took over, you have no. He basically he'll you have, have no like or just like flashes. He has like snippets here and there where he would be far enough away from Cause that he would be conscious and aware. So people kind of know Javier as being sort of like a scatterbrained individual. Yeah. He'll walk around town. Sometimes he's talking to himself. He looks lost and confused. And other times he's totally coherent and there of, in his mind, but physically he's not, like, up to speed. So you guys never had a way of preventing that, considering you were, like, at war? 
He'll basically he'll say um, to prevent something like that from happening, like being possessed. He said, "No, that's why the that's why that war was so important." Is the because this in in effect? But how do you have a shot then? Yeah, basically, like the the other side of that war. Yeah, was like in a might makes right scenario. Yeah, they had every right to do what they did because oh. no one could stop them. Yeah. Um, but essentially, just through like sheer force of will, enough people were putting up enough of a fight that they were able to take down one of the leaders, okay. and then everybody else got weaker. It's okay. kind of like a hive mind scenario. They're stronger the more than there are. Yeah, so if yeah. you can just get a couple, you'll start to build up some ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he definitely chooses his words carefully. In the amount of time that you were being controlled by him was... Was there anything you were able to glean about Cause or his intentions? Um, like him being inside your mind, was there anything? Or even that, just like, from the war in general. Well, I'm, I was just saying, like, just specifically in the last three years, he was being controlled. Like, yeah. was there any message that. Yeah, like, like, was there any kind of consistency of yeah, like things he was asking you to do? Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Like, you sort of playing able to. <laughs> Let's see. Um. Okay, so he rolled terribly, but basically the gist of what Javier is able to tell you is Kaz was a very tactical, like, strategist in their war. He would have been, like, a field commander. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would have had a battalion of troops that answered to him mm-hmm. that he was then in direct control of. But then he answered to someone above him who was controlling essentially a battalion of people of Kaz's skills and abilities. And Jesus. then the, the chain of command went up from there. All right, well. And it stemmed all the way down from one single individual that Kaz would always reference when he would give an order to Javier's body. So basically, like, his mind was there, yeah. but over the three years, he just, his will broke. So he stopped keeping track of things. He was just a puppet. Sure. So that's why he doesn't have a ton of memories. Um, but he always talks about the prime mind. So that's that was always Kaz's directive, was the prime mind needs this, so we do as well. So, like, that's why... That's essentially, like, why Javier opened up a tavern, is he was told, like, yeah, the prime mind needs this, so you'll do it. So he opened the tavern, and then people would come. He could get to know them, they would tell them mm-hmm. about their lives, and then Kaz would go, okay, cool, I have what I need, go mm-hmm. in and either press them for, for information, take them as well, do whatever he needed, or just send them away. So that's why people would always go missing in Xantha. There was, that's why everybody was, would talk about the Xanthan curse, is the people that were here were kind of like wilted husks that, from what they used to be. Everybody was like physically or mentally not themselves. Hmm. Do you have any idea where he went or could have gone? He goes, uh... Because he ran away. Yeah. He goes, nah, he was always a survivalist. Um, if he was... If you guys pushed him that far, he... He went somewhere he knew he'd be safe. I wish I knew where that was, but... Mm. He would... He would definitely go... He would go report to whoever he reported to, and he would he would debrief them on everything. He was he was a strategist. He definitely wasn't stupid. If you if you see him again, he'll be he'll be more dangerous. 
Hope not. <laughs> Sounds right up Milo's alley. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, like for, great. He goes, uh, for your sakes, I would hope so as well. But if you were able to push him and you're just kids, I can't imagine he'll be coming back near you anytime soon. Have Wait you, till we're teenagers. Have you seen... Um, In 27 years, Pennywise comes back. Have you seen Spencer at all since anything happened? I haven't. Um, poor guy. He, uh, he's been through a lot in the last couple of years. I don't know how much you guys know about what used to go on here, uh, but he used to have, he, he used to have um, some partners that are no longer with us, but uh, he had a, specifically he had a ponytail that he was very fond of. Yeah. Um, by the name of Justice. And he had a magmar too, right? He did. He had a he had a magmar named Smokes. Uh, Smokes was always good for for giving you a light. That's how he got the name. But uh, Justice got swept up in all manner of experiments. Yeah. I don't actually mm-hmm. know what happened to her. But um, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Spencer since. Hmm. Since all the all that madness. You okay? Javier? You're asking Javier? Yeah. He goes, no. No, I don't. Uh, That's fair. I don't know that I'll ever be. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for talking with us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you guys kind of awkwardly make your way out of Javier's Inn. The two of you have rescued the gloom, and I believe a promise is to be kept of exploring the final door in the upstairs of the courthouse. I want to check that door, bro. All right, let's do it. Uh, Magnemite, thanks, and uh, you want to check out this final door with us? Maybe help us, help protect us, maybe? But uh, we really appreciate you helping out that gloom. He seemed like he was stuck in that room. The dial-up one just kind of shrieks and just levitates back to its old room. Um, and the newer models goes, All right. Whatever that means. Lead the way, CJ. You got it. I'm going to run and jump over the gap again. Okay. You go and, <laughs> you go and leap over the gap and go, Woo! You do so. Family again just walks down the stairs. <laughs> ah, come on, man! <laughs> okay. Um, as you're walking downstairs, you can see... The gloom that you've helped kind of make in its way over towards the door, and it just pushes the door open and it sees the first rays of sunlight and who knows how long, and it's like, <sighs> it just kind of basks in the sun. Its breathing kind of regulates a little bit. The spores stop shooting out as much, oh. and it just waddles out into the sunlight and just plops down and just starts absorbing. It's just like, we did a good thing. Woo! <laughs> You helped someone! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we'll, for the sake of brevity, you all make your way, most of you across the gap. Mortar will do his weird rock climb thing again. Okay. Um, the, the other Magnemite will follow you down the stairs mm-hmm. and then back up just to make sure oh. nothing goes awry for you. Oh! He leads you back over to the door. Well, that was nice of him. It's the final door. 
think somebody likes you. Can I open the door? He's gonna appear with a metal rose. I've got to open two at this point. <laughs> you want to keep it even, or do you want me to do it? I'll I'll open the door. Get it. All right. Stealthy open. Sixteen. Oh my. Better than fourteen. Okay. Yeah, sixteen is in fact better than fourteen, and twelve. So as you creep the door open. Um, you see an empty room full of the same kind of broken down benches and, and such and the, another yet another kind of like judge stand with some witness podiums and stuff um, this room does have like a pretty noticeably large spider web up in the corner uh, but you don't see anything as you look into the room so give Fabi nightmares gotta love spiders yeah I'm not a big fan of spiders can I do an investigation check in the room, see if I can find anything that's of value. So you enter the room? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to look around, you are more than welcome to. Alright, I'll do that. I'll look around. Okay. With a four. Oh, yeah. Um, so without the lantern or without entering the room, it's, it's pretty, pretty dimly lit. Um, you can just see, like, the fine threaded silks of the, the spider's web that's really, like, the one thing that's kind of catching your eye. Okay. And you're sort of having, like, war flashbacks of, like, <laughs> spiders. Yeah. Spiders! I've sort of held at the door, kind of just put my head in the room. You see anything? No, I, I don't see anything of use. Well, this room was fun. You wanted to check it. And you checked it, and there's nothing in it. All the other ones had something cool. I thought this one was something cool. Well, do you enter the room? No, just my head. Okay, just your head. Yeah, I'm okay. just kind of like go ahead and make a. Can we make a perception check? Okay. Go ahead and make a perception saving throw. <laughs> uh, Eleven. Okay. Um, you don't see any alive giant spider, which is good. But you do see kind of like a, a curled up leg kind of just sticking out from behind one of the benches. Oh. It's a, it's a familiar, like, spinarack yellow looking leg. Just be upside down. Little dead spider over there. Gross. Gross indeed. You can also hear like a horrible, like. You hear that? Horrible, uh, like, smacking wet sound. Or like something eating. What is that? Something that eats spiders. It's a good thing. It's true. Go look at it. You go look at it. Everyone go look at it. (laughs) Do you send send everyone? Oh no, everyone's gonna get eaten. (laughs) Into the spider's nest. We both go look at it? Both hands. Go look at it. We'll look together. I'm one, two, ah! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you don't have to. Nobody's forcing you to enter the room. Or turn the lantern on. I'm aware. I'm going to enter the room. You enter Aww. the room. Walk up behind you and start pushing you towards the sound. <laughs> Stop it, CJ. Stop it. You're kind of like scraping That's against amazing. the floor. Uh, the horrible smacking sound stops. Yeah, I stop. Okay. As you're kind of pushing him, he's like, CJ, stop! You're 
<laughs> and then just like. Okay. I'm gonna like, <laughs> so it's like right in front of us. I'm gonna kind of like circle to try and get a better vantage point. Okay. Um, as you kind of <clears throat> creep around the edge of the, the little bench that your view is obstructed by, you see two more little yellow spider like sticking up. And one's kind of like twitching a little bit. That's it? And you hear a... At this point, uh, Bentley, you're able to see a very small orange shape. It almost looks like a tiny crab. Kind of creep out on the other side. It's got two big eyes. And they just stare, they kind of blink at you awkwardly. You hear that? What is that? It creeps a little closer to you, and you can see it's got two big, like, fungal mushrooms kind of sprouting on its back. It goes... Hello there. Can it, can I see it now? <laughs> it kind of takes sideways to look at you. Hi. And you can see it's got like little mandibles on its front. And it's sort of like holding a chunk of what can only be a spin rack. That's a parasect, like, isn't it? And it's just going just a parasect. Oh, that's that's what that is. Yeah, and you just hear like parasect, parasect. As some of the like gelatinous spin rack innards just go. Oh. <laughs> Eating that thing like a champ. <laughs> did, did you go kill that spider? <laughs> He's having fun. <laughs> and he just kind of ticks back over like really quickly, enough that you're like, oh. He goes back <laughs> over to the spin rack and you can, you watch as he just kind of like snaps off a leg and just nice. heads back over to you and just goes, wow. I think it's cool. And he's kind of just like slurping it down like a spaghetti noodle. <laughs> <laughs> just like chewing it down as it goes. It's amazing. That's so creepy. Eating that up. Uh, Paris, would you, would you like to battle? Oh, snap. Bug <laughs> <laughs> battle. That's a yes. It flicks its little claws out towards you. All right, who are you battling him with? All right, Evan Root, let's go bug for a bug, bug battle. battle. His oh, preferred snap. prey. Oh, interesting. Bug battle. Nat twenty. Ooh, that's good. Son. Get wrecked, Paris. Perhaps unsurprisingly, you will be going first. Yeah. What right. a twist. Evan Root's gonna try and kick things off with a wing attack. Yeah. Wing attack. Wing attack. With a 15. 15 will hit. Let's go. Let's go, Evan Oh! Eight. So how much? Crit, Dammy. It's just eight. As Evan kind of flits out, this little thing just goes... And the eyes, the like, pupils dilate. Almost looks like a cat with a laser pointer in front of it. It's He's like, still hungry. How? <laughs> how? But as he sits there, um... Everard's like, bro. <laughs> just throws some wind down, kind of batters the, the little dude, and he kind of slides back to us. And he's gonna attempt to spray some spores towards Everard. Oh. Everard to make a constitution save. Oh, snap. Good luck, bro. 
17. 17, you will take half. Nice. Half of six is three. Sweet. Uh, Evanur takes three points of poison damage as these spores kind of go in front of him and he kind of just like flits them away from his face before he breathes in too many. As the little, the little creature just goes. Alright, uh. How does that really like getting sprayed in the face with poison? It does not. So yeah. he's gonna go for a double team and then, okay. like, kind of circle around oh. where the Paris is on the ground he's and then very excited. go for a wing attack again. Yeah. There's more of him! <laughs> 22. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, that'll hit. As the Paris is kind of looking at all of the Ooh. numerous Evan Roots, um, he's just like. He's trying to envision how he's going to eat all of them. Nice. Um, and he's so distracted he doesn't notice another gust of wind slamming into the back. How much is it? It was a six, six on the die. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Yeah, as the uh, gust of wind sort of comes from everywhere, um, you watch as this, this thing just closes its dilated eyes right before the gusts all hit, and it notices that two of them are fake. And it goes... And he just flits right towards Evanrude Prime. Oh, snap! That was a cool little trick. That is a unnatural 20 to hit you. Unsurprisingly, that hits me. That is seven points of sort of like in-between bludgeoning and slashing as the pinchers kind of latch onto Evanrude's kind of like whatever the dragonfly like spindle thing is okay. in the back. And he just clamps down on that. And just starts pulling Evanrude towards the ground. Um, Evanrude, you may roll a strength check to not be grappled. Oh god. You got this! His roll strength high. is horrific. Roll Do high. it! Do it! Eleven. He noodles his way out of Paris' grasp. Oh, Ever so slightly. As he kind of flies back up nervous as the Paris just goes and just bites right where the sort of like thorax just was because he flies back up. Alright, he's well, just his eyes are just dilated again. He's just like so happy. Alright. Evanrude's gonna spin around, double team again and go for another wing attack. Yeah. Nat 20. Oh, you got it. Big hit. Roll an eight. Roll an eight. Oh, oh it's one. just No. Shit. For two. <laughs> For really two that one. Yeah. Evanrude sees his moment and just throws another uh, another powerful gust of wind. It's just enough to knock Paris from, like, not bloodied to bloody. Then you, like, just crest him over the halfway mark. Um, as he's looking at you, he just goes... Starts clicking the claws a little bit. Do you have pokeballs? Oh, yeah. He's gonna leap in for another another pincher attack. That's a six. Start walking towards that house yeah. they went to. Yeah. That's five points yeah, of yeah, yeah. slashy bludgeony damage. And once again, you may make a strength check to not be grappled. God. Oh, that's not very good. Uh, four. Four. They tie. Oh. So what happens? We do it again. Try again. Because I'm not sure what happens if you tie. Fuck. Four oh, again. That's a 20. <gasps> Not natural, but it's a 20. As you watch his, as he kind of clamps into Evan, you watch his, 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 he's got like a pretty hard like carapace on the back. It sort of goes. Wait, what about, what about a double team? <gasps> oh. So from what you've noticed, 
Um, ever since the little spores latched onto Evanrude, this Paris has had no issue knowing where you are. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. And if you catch him, I'll tell you why. That's, that's a cool ass ability. He's very excited. It's called Is Noisy he? Toes. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Echo location. <laughs> you laugh. Just tap dances. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. are going to start walking towards where we had split up. Cool. Yeah, because I'll say your guys' your guys' journey was relatively quick, and then um, yeah. So there are five there are five buildings in the street. Which one do you enter? Um, oh, are we just doing it right now, real quick? Yeah. Can I perceive? They're, they're oh, you, no, you know, probably they're about blue this blue time blue. you see um, a big blue sphere with a big oh, red flower on its head. Plop out and just go, and just kind of sit happily in the sun. Ooh. I was going to see if I could see or hear any clues as to which one they're in. Yeah, you can, at this point, you can probably. <laughs> Now he dropped the dice. The sun went in his eyes. I was gonna say, like, you don't The sun went in Milo's eyes, he can't see. Phoebe, what can you see? (laughs) I see that. No, because I was gonna say your like your passive perception, like you can you you have ears, you can hear that there's a battle going on. Way better than what's happened what happened just now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Every perception check I ever do. Don't roll before you know what you're doing. (laughs) So yeah, you're you're able to discern just naturally. Oh, but then you're very distracted by the gloom up. Yeah. Out front. Sure. Look at that little guy. Yeah, let's go hang out with him. <laughs> okay. Sip some mimosas with the gloom yeah. of You're just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anywho, back to the battle at hand. Uh-huh. You got this, bad boy! The kind of getting, like, crunched. You guys outside can hear it. As, as the back of Evanrude kind of, like, Buckles Jesus. a little bit. Alright. Alright, Evanrood is gonna try and fight fire with fire, as it were, and go for a bug bite. Get him. Bite that bug. Uh, 18. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, dude. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Three. Mm-hmm. I like it. Four damage. Four damage. Alrighty. Uh, it's a it's a concept from Evanrood, please. If you don't mind. Nine. Oh, dear. Uh, Evanrude, you watch as he bites into the Paris, and then his eyes close. He goes, oh, I just sleep. Dang it. He falls asleep. As Paris is immediately going to wake him up by taking a bite out of his bug bite that he has advantage on because he's grappled and asleep. He's still going poorly. It's a 19. <laughs> Still wrote poorly. It's a 19. First one was an 8, the second one was a 13. Plus 6. Good god, yeah, that hits. Yeah. Okay. Clearly. <laughs> 7 points of. Oh, bad kills and increasing damage. Okay. As the Paris kind of sinks his teeth into Evan or you watch as a little bit of the color starts to drain out of your, your buggy friend. Alright, I immediately call back Evan Rude. Okay. The little creatures go. That was rude. You tried to eat my friend. 
I take a Pokeball and I just chuck it at it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go! <No>! Yes! <laughs> what? So what kind of Pokeball are you using? Just a regular Pokeball. Is Actually, I'll, I'll use my lone Xanthaball. Okay. Nice. Interesting choice. Go ahead and roll a, a D100. Yep. It's awesome. <laughs> so you guys haven't used these yet, have you? Bitch! What? Just transfer the, the, the Xander Ball. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I haven't used it. Interesting. Is okay. he at advantage because he's in Xantha? No. Mm. Oh, come on. A 90? Oh, yeah. Oh. Let's go. That's a, that's a 9, sir. Is it? Are you serious? Uh-huh. If okay. you had a 0, it's a 100. A 9. A 9. A 9. Oh. As you throw the Xantha Ball, the creature just goes... Well, that was worthwhile. <laughs> it kind of just bounces onto the floor. So is that a one-time use thing? No, it's not. It's not destroyed or anything, but it won't work on this Paris. All right. Well, so that you can't just go again, again, again. <laughs> he basically like that. That Pokeball is like get out. Didn't work. Then I take a regular Pokeball and just. Just in sheer rage, just chuck it again. Okay, roll two D100s and take the lower. Oh god, that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. 88, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm not gonna get to keep it though. You got it, you got it. 88? Three. Three. (laughs) Second one comes in and pairs And it hisses very loudly at you and it ticks ever closer to your feet. And a seven its claws towards you. You got this, bitch. Water, help! <laughs> Did you send Mortar up? Yes! Well, he's out. Yeah, he's, oh, out. he's been sticking yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Mortar immediately goes to clobber this fool. Go ahead and roll a fire punch. He doesn't even wait for your orders. Uh, 23. Oh, yeah, that hits. You could have taken him out right now. Uh, nine damage. Nine. Yeah, that's good. Uh, he's still up, uh, it's a, and it's a it's a con save from order. As he punches into the back, and a bunch of spores shoot up. You got this, pal. We're gonna walk up there. They're all gonna be passed out from all the spores. Eighteen. <laughs> Eighteen. Nice. You succeed. Thank God. Just yeah, you are. Um, on their faces. You are not paralyzed, which is good. You yeah. don't want that. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Good God. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, as mortar um, kind of punches into this into this uh, creature that's. Glaring ever closer to your ankles, and it's kind of snapping towards your shins, looking to see the inside of your Achilles tendon. Um, yeah, Mortar just kind of punches him, like, right in the face, um, and this creature turns around and goes... And it it, uh, it decides it wants to know what Mortar tastes like. That's a 22. Mm. Beats my AC. You'd be surprised to know. That's a nine points of piercing damage. Holy shit! As this Paris just kind of sinks its fangs into the mega arm of mortar. Bro, this thing's a beast. And he starts, uh, he just starts slurping. He just goes... And you watch as, like, a lot of, a lot of mortars, like, bulk in his arm kind of starts to wither a little bit. Uh, so flame body. Flame body kicks in. Get him. Get a three. Two damage. That's not a three. (laughs) Hint. You need three hit points. So it's a good three. (laughs) Kill him. You get a two, you look at one. Every time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, As as he sort of 
uh, sucking on some delicious mortar arm. Uh, mortar <laughs> just lights up the fire, and the Paris immediately recoils, and it's like... <sighs> it's almost like a vampire that's cornered, and it like backs into the, the corner of the room. Mm. And there's, you notice at this point, there's like a little burrow, and it sinks its fangs into the spin rack, and it starts like backing into the burrow. No. Mortar, go for a mock punch. Get him. Get him, bean. There you go. Uh, 22. Oh, yeah, that hits. I don't even need to do this, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, mm-hmm. Eight damage. Yeah, and it's a deck save for mortar. As this thing kind of, as it. As you defeat the Paris and it kind of deflates, all the spore sacks on its back just go. A deck save, you said? Yeah. Just gotta get out of the way. 13. 13. All right, Mortar. Mortar, God, this mortar is, is poisoned. Oh. For an amount of time. He's why? Mortar is poisoned. poisoned. For an amount of time. He doesn't take damage, but he, he is under the poisoned condition. But there is now an unconscious uh, Paris in front of you. Bro, that thing was badass. You gotta catch that. I've been trying! I saw, and I loved your enthusiasm, but now that it's knocked out, it should be way easier. <laughs> so, how does it work with the ones that I've used? Are they... So the ones that you've used, uh, for the for balancing purposes, will not work on this Paris. But they're still but viable. They're still they are still viable, viable but, they, but they do not work on this creature. So basically, the, the Pokeball is like, ah, rejected. Didn't work. Okay. And then the Xanthaball is like, ah, didn't work. And then you're kind of like, ah, it's defective, but it'll, it'll still work later, but not right. on this well, thing. I'll just... throw another Pokeball at it. Get him. Come Get on. him, Bean. Get him, Paris. Come on, Bentley. Get him. 32. 32. Regular Pokeball, you are able to catch this horrible monstrosity of a Paris. That thing is such rough. a beast. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's he tried a, to eat Evan Rude. I know. He's a little punk. He's a badass. He killed the spider. <laughs> he ate three legs. I know. He's a badass. Yeah. God. As you catch him, um, part of the spin rack just kind of sloughs off and goes into the bowl. <laughs> a little smack. <laughs> this has been thoroughly disgusting. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. <laughs> well, that was awesome. Yeah. You caught another dude. Yeah. Yeah, the expensive. Almost every Pokeball I have. Can you get my Xanthaball, please? Yeah, I got you. I'll pick up the other Pokeball that failed. Yeah. Toss it over to you. Okay. Uh, the little the little Magnemite that kind of watched your battle just goes... And kind of pats you on the back. Just like a job well done. Thank you, Magnemite. He goes... Turn around to put the Pokeball on his face. He's like, you do, bud. <laughs> Thanks, Magnemite. <laughs> really appreciate all you've done. <laughs> I don't want to go back and see I what was just trying to be supportive! No! Dial-up Magnemite's doing. Okay. I'll follow you. You you got another team boy. I'm, I'm happy to follow. He's sticking his neck in his yeah. socket. Just... <laughs> <laughs> trying to dial up. Is anyone on the phone line? The internet's not working. Yeah, so I want to go back mm-hmm. in the other room with the, sure. the other Magnemite. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. I want to, I feel like, I mean, this is bad news bears, but even with mortar poisoned, uh, I feel like we're going to have a face off with this, the Magnemite that went back to the room against mortar. I feel like he needs to avenge the embarrassment from earlier. All right. 
All right. You want to fight Dial Up Magnolia? Yeah. Yeah. He's he he'll he'll fight you if you if you walk in. He just starts shrieking, <laughs> and the other Magnemite's like, mm. you know, like sits outside the door and leans in. You can see like his magnets and two of his little screw eyes are kind of going in and out. Uh, so yeah, if you wanna if you wanna fight it, that'll that'll be uh, initiative. All right, well, let's uh, <laughs> maybe try that, and do a better job this yeah. time, and maybe we can institute some yeah some thunder punch action. So it doesn't uh, particularly matter, but you are at disadvantage on your initiative roll. Okay. Do you still okay, have a howl out? out? No. Okay. <laughs> oh dear! <Natural> All <laughs> right, natural one. Cool, cool, cool. So something tells me I'm going last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your intuition is correct. Yeah, um, the uh, dial-up Magnemite um, has different moves from a normal Magnemite. Oh. He has, instead of America Online, <laughs> um, so he's going to continue um, shrieking, and you watch as um, like a, an array of just like sonic waves, similar to what he was doing earlier, start flying towards Mortar. Um, does an 18 beat Mortar's armor class? Yeah, by a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mortar is a D8. Perfect. Uh, you take eight points of damage. Just boom. Just sonic waves pounded in mortar space. Oh, snap, bro. Ouch. Sound yeah. hurts. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts a lot. And mortar's kind of like already kind of like clutching his, his chest and like looking down at his arm that's kind of like a little, a little, uh, little worse for wear. And I'm... He's not looking too happy. I'm assuming that sound does not make contact. No, no, he's, he just kind of shrieks and just the waves pound into Just have yes. to check. Have for the check. purposes of flame body, no. No, it does not make contact. All right, Mortar's going to go for a mock punch to try yeah. and flip the initiative order. Definitely. But he's at disadvantage, you said? Yes, yeah, on all, all attacks and ability checks. All right. You can do it. All right, that'll do. 22 and then a 14. 14 will do. Ooh! All right. Hey! Four. Five, eight damage. Eight, holy jeez. Mortar's strong. Yeah, as uh, as Mortar comes up with a real strong punch, um, he's kind of like holding his side with the big arm, so he just goes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Throws a, a swift uh, swift mock punch right into the side of this magnemite. It kind of goes, <laughs> as it spins around in a circle, kind of reeling from the hip. So is it Mortar's turn again? Yeah. All right, now he's going to try and follow up with a fire punch. Perfect. Nine. Nine. Nine is insufficient. As uh, Mortar comes in with a, a fiery punch, he's kind of like holding the side and he, he just switches and just goes, Argh! just throws like a wild haymaker. And if it had hit, it would have done a ton, but it kind of just swings away. Um, but yeah, Magnemite uh, throws another array of sonky booms, uh, but he misses this time. I don't think a five plus anything matters. Okay. So yeah, the, the sonic waves kind of like shatter some of the boards on the on the floor behind Mortar. Right. Mortar's gonna recoil the haymaker and try again with a fire punch. Oh yeah, the other the other Magnemite will um, assist you on this attack, so you are not at disadvantage. Oh, oh twenty two to hit that. Twenty two hits. Is that as the as the other Magnemite comes in and kind of like puts his one of the magnets on the back of Mortar's arm. You watch as the as he goes for another haymaker. It's just like on fire. And the, the light once again turns blue, and like some sparks kind of start shooting off. And he just clocks right into the side of this Magnemite. Uh, go ahead and roll, what is Mortar's normal damage? 
normal damage? Yeah, like uh, for, for five points. D10. Uh, D10. Uh, you may roll 3d10, sir. Holy shit! Mortar, uh, for, for anybody who's not catching on, Mortar is vastly spiraling up in power and spiraling down in his senses. <laughs> oh my god. Look at that. Uh, 13 damage. You sure it's not 14? <laughs> no, uh, Are you serious? Too much for damage dice, Benjamin. Do your damage. Okay, yeah, as um, as the blue lightning kind of arcs into this thing, you watch as the magnets kind of like spin and the screw eyes go just haywire. Um, and this thing's like struggling to stay afloat with the new magnetic field that just collided with it. Um, and the other magnemite just kind of backs off a little bit. It's like... <laughs> and just like flies away. Um, but you watch, he seems to have left like almost like two chunks of magnet attached to the back of Mortar's arm. So he's got like two little bits of metal kind of just stuck to his skin at the moment um, that kind of cauterized there in the heat. Oh, it's um, got a Frankenstein arm. And now. Fuck, <laughs> he already did. And now, <laughs> yeah, and now um, it's, now it's, 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 it's truly the Frankenstein arm. And he arm. gets a. We'll give him, we'll say he's got a plus three. So he's got a 17 to hit you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Mortar, you take, because Magnemite is, you take six points of damage. Okay. Steady. Uh, but yeah, so that, so he, he does his damage to you. He, he shrieks at uh, Mortar, and he watches more lightning kind of arcs between the magnets on, on Mortar's arms as the sound hits him. All right, uh, other Magnemite, could you help Mortar one last time? <laughs> he just goes, mm-hmm. and he kind of just like floats away. <laughs> floats oh, away. Uh, he's like outside the door now, just looking in. He's holding the door uh-huh. open, but like, dang it. <laughs> All right. He's he's like, I got you this far. You got it. You got it. So this is a disadvantage again. Disadvantage. You can do it. All right. You can do it. But am I allowed to pick what he's going for? Yeah. He's he's gonna he's gonna go for a punch though. Okay. I guess it doesn't matter. But. Yeah. We'll say, Woo! oh dear! That's not yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, um, Mortar once again just comes in for another wild haymaker, just full on swing, goes for the Magnemite. He he does make contact, but he kind of just spins the Magnemite around. He catches it on one of the like one of the few round sides of the thing. It almost looks like a it almost looks like a D twelve with like magnets sticking out. It's, a, it's like a very old Magnemite. A clot. Awesome. Yeah. So it kind of just like spins awkwardly. It's like, and it's gonna go for another um, Sonic Boom at you. That's a thirteen. That exactly. Oh, oh dear. Good. Um, so one and lower. You take four points oh, of uh, sound damage. Oh, thank God. Thunder damage, technically. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh, thank God. What are you uh, still up? Two. Ooh, two left. Good um, God. So you you definitely get the feeling Mortar does not have another one of those in. Um, another like another hit, um, but yeah, the uh, the other Magnemite will kind of see. He's like, "I got you, bro!" And he goes, Ooh! and he just flies um, in between both, and he hooks onto the other Magnemite, and he pulls him down to Mortar's level. So he's he's currently grappled, so you have advantage on this attack now. Wow! As, Tag team. As the blue fire kicks in once more. This boy is friend. 21. 21 hits. You may roll 3d10. God. <laughs> One. You did it! Yay! <laughs> Yay! With so many ones. Yeah. Do it again. Yeah, get him again. Two. Two. Three. Three. 
For now, um, just clocks this old school magnemite, leaves a dent in one of the sides, and just spirals him into the wall. And his magnet kind of sticks out, and he's just like, oh. and the little screw eye kind of just goes dull. Oh. And the the new age magnemite's kind of just like, <laughs> and he just kind of drifts back out of like away from mortar, heads over to his buddy, and just like plugs in and kind of starts charging him back up. Oh, good job, Mortar. That yeah. was quite a quite a close battle. That was yeah, nuts. That was one HP to two. That was really close. Oh that God. was nuts. Yeah, that was a good battle. Yeah, Mortar Mortar keeps his arms uh, lit up in blue, and kind of shooting sparks off the side. Um, as he just gives you that again, just cold, unfeeling stare. But he's still poisoned. Did not happy. Did Mortar react to the the Magnemite's help at all, positively or indifferent or like? Angry? Um, Feel like he was mostly indifferent. It was a thing that was there, and on some level, he's like, "I appreciate the help," but externally, he's just. Those thunder punches were rad. So you may yeah. now, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. in a similar fashion to how uh, Crash and Nubster do their ice beam, mm-hmm. um, water fang, whatever we're gonna call that, um, you may now attempt a thunder punch. Because you have, he has two little like Let's diodes go. on his arm. Sweet, sick. There you go. Well, thanks. Do you, do you guys enter the the building at the sound of all the commotion? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You kind of hear like a. <laughs> I've done a sufficient check. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You hear like a real loud screeching sound, and then you see like <clears throat> a little bit of like the wood kind of buckle on the outside of the wall, and you're like. Might be our friends. Do you think they're like about to die, or do you think Bentley's just battling? That them? was rad. <laughs> high five. We're back. Fifty fifty. And then we hear CJ. Yeah, go, you hear high CJ five. yelling. It was Bentley battling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 So we just yell up. You guys good? Yeah. <laughs> you good, man? Are you guys coming out of this building thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The whole yeah, yeah. We're coming out now. I think yeah. we've sufficiently... Bentley wants to go over and thank the... Well, both Magnemite for helping them mm-hmm. with Gloom and then also stuff, helping like them yeah. essentially teach Mortar Thunder Punch, which is just sweet. Just sitting, like, cross the Oh, yeah, for it. sure. Yeah. Yeah, as you guys walk out, you can see uh, your two friends kind of doing yoga poses with the Gloom. Sudden <laughs> <laughs> salutation. <laughs> see you guys. The, gloom, the, gloom. the Gloom's just like... <laughs> Tilting towards the sun. <laughs> Warrior two. <laughs> then it like tries to touch its toes. Goes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys see uh, your friends doing some yoga poses and hanging out with the gloom. Um, you now have a new teammate that tried to eat your old teammate, yeah. and then your other old teammate tried to kill your new teammate, um, and learned some things in the process. Indeed. But that is where we will pick up next time. Having explored more of Xantha's ruined buildings, our heroes regroup in the streets as Bentley gets to know his newest team member.